Well, as they say, you're going to learn today. The magic. The magic is happening right now. We're recording as we speak. We have a very special guest. The world's... I'd, I'd, I'd call him globetrotting. He's globetrotting. Jet setter. He's, he's, he is a jet setter. He's a globetrotter, a jet setter. Can you hear us? Uh, yeah, I could hear you. Okay. The only white globetrotter. <laughs> he sets the bench. But, uh, he has a good time. Uh he uh what's he's his? he's he's playing just behind the corpse of Metal Ark Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> Metal Ark Lemon. There's a name I didn't expect to hear today. <clears throat> Same. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you need to do you need some room for you um, to pull all that through the hold on a I second. think I'm good. I think I'm good now. Fuck. I should I shouldn't be too much be doing too much maneuvering. Okay. But if you need me to, I can give you some slack. I feel like if I do this, this might be better. Switch I'll switch the ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, cords on the right side. Now, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to take that mic and point the uh, head of it straight up in the air and pull it towards you. And he but, already has better mic technique than Elena. Yeah, right. a, f- a fist away. A fist away. I've That's heard what that Rogan before. always yeah. says. A fist away. Boy, what a day! Saturday evening. Our special guest is Adam. Are we allowed to say your full name? Yeah. In case you say something cancelable on here. Um, you probably won't. It'll be us that say it. Just don't laugh too hard at it. Right. There you go. Nobody I know listens. So okay. <laughs> Adam Bryant. Nobody listens. <laughs> You're literally the only person that listens I, to this. I was going to say, I'm wondering who's going to listen this week since I'm not going to oh, listen. You're getting tagged. <laughs> You're getting tagged in it, baby. You know, before before I came, I'm, uh, I dropped my brother off and my mom was like, won't you stay for a little while? And I was like, well, I'm going to go. Dodge wants to... He asked me to be on the podcast, and she was like, "Oh, what's the, what is it?" And I was like, "It's just a you know, it's podcast, a, it's a radio show." She's like, "When will it be available?" And I'm like, I don't, I, "I'm like I'm not, five minutes after we're done." She's yeah, like, "As soon as I get done with it, she's I'm like, going to email straight to." She's it. like, "Will it be out this week?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Won't you send me the link?" And I was like, "You don't want to listen, uh, Mama Bryant." Hi, Mama Bryant. Your son is gay. <laughs> Both of them. Then she's like, is there a lot of cussing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, there is, mama. <laughs> oh, god damn. I've been saving my my kratom dose for, for the show today. Oh, I hell yeah. I didn't, take, uh, I didn't take my afternoon dose. And are you feeling rough right now? I'm tired, man. I'm fucking lifted and then had a complete shit day at work. That's dope. Yeah. I love hearing that type of thing. Shit anyway, days are the best. Let's play the theme song. That's enough. Plenty of theme song. Plenty of theme song. Uh, okay. Oh, you, would you? Okay, I'll No, go on. ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. Hey, By all that's fucking fine. means. You're no. going to stop this. No, we're going to keep going. I picked it up right where I left off. You are fucking Rick Sanchez. You know that. <laughs> I've like, seen what makes you cheer. I feel like <laughs> I feel like Morty sometimes. Your booze mean nothing on, to me. Come on, Rick. The theme song is my favorite part of the show. Yeah. I usually stop listening there you when go. it's over. So sometimes I get to listen for five minutes, sometimes mm-hmm. two, sometimes 20. Dutch yeah. did that in the laziest possible fashion. He just <laughs> typed in a fucking, typed in, give me a theme song. No, yeah, that, I, 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 I made that theme song. I thought you said that you just. 
I made it on a on an app that you can make little tunes. Oh, okay, okay. It was well, a lot of uh, a lot of loops that you make. Well, that is actually cool. The, then. the yeah. first time I heard it, I really thought JMO came up with it. It sounds like a thing. It does J-Mo sound like a J-Mo thing. Like, yeah. JMO said he was going to make us a theme song, and I don't, he might have done it, but he just never gave it to me. You know, he, <laughs> that's, that's very likely. <laughs> got a lot of irons in the fire. Yeah, he's got things going on. He's got the music. He plays disc golf. He's trying to help me record. And what are we doing? He got. He actually has to work beyond that. He's still hawking CDs for the Fugees. Yeah, he's still... Did you know about that? He was on the podcast one time, and he brought us all... The oddest gifts. Assorted candies. <laughs> and they were weird candies. Yeah, they were, they were like candies you'd get in Canada. Yeah. And then he brought us, uh, each of us, a, uh, a compact disc of the Fugees, the score, <laughs> for some reason. As if anybody has a CD. Where did, where did he get it? I have no idea. That's, that was part of the comedy. I'm like, <laughs> compact disc? Yeah. Like, I, I really think he leads a mysterious <laughs> life. Like, he's got shit going on no one knows about. <laughs> he's like, right. uh, what's that? The, uh, the, the, the the game show host, who, the gong show host who said he was oh, an yeah. FBI agent. That's J-Mo. He, he actually CIA is like a CIA agent. killer, yeah, or uh, contract killer. He might be, yeah. The world's most dangerous man. Yeah. Or, uh, I, ne- I never saw that movie. It's uh, I should have, because it's uh, uh, Sam Rockwell, and he's great. Dangerous, so. uh, Confessions of a Dangerous That's Mind. It. Sam Rockwell, yes. directed by <clears throat> awesome dude, ER. He was a bad Batman. Fillard Spielmore. No. George Clooney. George Clooney directed it, I believe. Hmm. That sounds right. And what's the guy's name? Barris. Chuck Barris. Yeah. Yeah. They need they need to get uh, Frank Dukes to come clean <laughs> on what a lying sack of shit he is and make a movie about that. That would be so interesting. <laughs> Frank Dukes. And in case you're wondering, if you don't know who Frank Dukes is, and if you're listening to this and you don't know who Frank Dukes is, go. Fuck yourself. You're really not. You're not with you're, the right people. Yeah, the, this isn't the show for you. If <laughs> if you don't know who Frank Dukes, who lived Bloodsport, is, it's oh not a made up claimed, story. He that claimed guy. it was a six hundred no sixty round single nation tournament. There are not enough human beings on the planet <laughs> to be in that fucking tournament. It is 60 rounds. <laughs> it is two to the power of 65 of some shit. I watched Michael Bisping today discussing it. I've watched a hundred people discuss it. It's like one of my favorite things. <laughs> what, a, what, what a tall tailor though. I mean, I mean it was, it's great. It's tremendous. You tell the lie and you make it big enough and you keep repeating it and the world believes it. Well, I like the fact that he's so audacious in his lies. Like he said, his ninja, his ninja teacher was Tiger Tanaka, which was a character from a James Bond movie. First and, he and foremost, nobody... he wouldn't call him a ninja teacher. <laughs> <laughs> He'd call him a sensei. Master. No, no it was sensei. I, I was hoping he really did call him a ninja teacher. <laughs> That's what I hope he did, too. Like, I hope in, in early drafts of his bullshit story they was writing, I need to I mean, what do they call the guys? He knows nothing about karate. Yeah. What do they call a ninja guy? Yeah, okay, that's ninja guy. He, his karate <laughs> came from uh, Black Belt Magazine. Black Belt Magazine. He ordered the VHS tapes. Oh, and he got the... And he was in like a strip mall's karate school. Well, and he obviously ordered a wave. Obviously, I say, for Count Dante, the... Uh, the Black Dragon Society, because uh-huh. that's in Bloodsport. Yes. And then the Dimok, the Death Touch, is in Bloodsport. And those were two bullshit things uh, made up by this guy called um, 
he he changed his name to Count Dante. His real name was John Keehan. So he's a fucking potato eater, like <laughs> most of us here. And you know, <laughs> hey, you're a potato eater too, aren't you? Uh, I'm. You're like, a spud fucker. I'm like 51 percent Scottish. Oh yeah, they like shit. potatoes too. They just put peppers in them. Actually, actually uh, let me let me pull it. Potatoes, O'Brien. Pull it, shit up, Jamie. Yeah, Jamie, pull that shit. I don't have a Jamie. You might have thought that we had a Jamie here. It's me. I'm the Jamie. Um, what was Count Dante? Yes. He's getting a Google real quick. A good, quick Goog. I'm 51% Scottish, 31% English, 10% Norwegian, 4% Swedish, 2% German, 2% Wales. This is Count Dante. He looks like a fucking Irishman. He and does. then he tried to pass himself off. Now we got to try to find. So, so he's uh, the guy who came up with who like came he came up, up with blood, some of the bullshit sport? for Bloodsport. Okay. Like the guy, the, the the guy who came up with Bloodsport, who actually said it happened to him, is named Frank Dukes. Okay, Frank yeah. Dukes is a monumental piece of shit who just lies about everything. I I have respect for him, I, of course. I mean, it, what, what are we doing? I wish, here? I wish it's I a I Count could. Dante, Deadliest Man Alive documentary. Uh, Five we, minutes. Are we allowed to watch it? We do whatever we want. I mean, they're like, going to take this down. No, is it? They is need this? to make a movie about that. He got into a dojo war with another dojo with a guy How'd who you actually get got to killed. That's just YouTube. People are just putting things up on YouTube nowadays. Things that they shouldn't, by the way. He's actually. I mean, he's actually in 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 what's known as the bullshito. Bushido, yeah, yeah, it's like no, it's bullshit. Bullshit, yeah, bullshit. Yeah, okay. Because it's yeah. the 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 <laughs> counterfeit karate people. He's actually well he's known. spanking that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Him, I've seen this movie. This guy called Ashita Kim, okay, who who did who like says he's a real ninja, which isn't real. And then you know, I mean, ninjas aren't even really real. And <laughs> you act like they're Sasquatch. <laughs> well, no, they're they're just not they're not historically accurate. So what do ninjas and Yeti have in common? <laughs> neither of them exist. <laughs> ninjas and Yeti have in common. Um, you're more likely to. See a, nin- a ninja or a yet? I don't know. Yeah, you're you're reaching. I'm you're really trying reaching. to fi- figure something out. Funny, I'm not in a really funny mood. I'm tired, tired from shredding the course earlier today in a tournament. One of the fair mo- fair women, fourth place. I think I tied for fourth yeah. of how many? Ten. Not bad. There was eleven. Another thing, and middle of the pack. Being ten. I think somebody dropped out or something. Guess who got second? J-Mo got second. J-Mo. Yeah. The other half of the fairway. Yeah. Here's the thing. Bringing it home. My first round, I was plus 12, which I was like, that's probably about what I should shoot, because last week I shot around there plus 12. Yeah. And then my second round last week was plus six. I was like, I'd be thrilled to, to get that in a tournament. And then th- this week, my first round, I played with Adam and Aaron Borders, the guy who ended up winning the tournament. <clears throat> and... um. I went plus 12 in the first round. Lots of things went wrong. There was out of bounds where there wasn't out of bounds before, so I went out of bounds, and whenever you go out of bounds, you got to throw your next throw is your third one instead of your first, your second one. You know what I mean? So you get a stroke penalty. Penalty stroke, yeah. yeah. Just like in golf. And um, I went out of bounds twice, ended up taking a five on a hole that's easily birdieable for most people. And um, second round, I was plus two, and I made two mistakes. I had a couple of bogeys, but um, just those two mistakes would have put me in second place. Mm-hmm. Todd JMO. 
Adam, on the other hand, I finished in tenth place. Yeah, out of ten, top ten, top ten finish. Not bad, huh? I don't know. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I, I did. Uh, <laughs> I did on my card in the second round. I got second place on my card. Well, it's but you uh, haven't played in a long time, right? So I, I mean, he plays every day. Uh yeah, I've been playing. <laughs> but like I thought two you years. were like in Hawaii for a he long time. He was playing time. in Hawaii. I was playing in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give you my, something here, but. <laughs> My, when I tra- playing those big rugged, rugged Hawaii courses, yeah. you weren't ready for a little course. When, you- when I travel, my carry-on bag is my disc golf mostly bag. disc golf bag. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I was trying no, to help out. for for as much as I play, I am probably the worst player on planet Earth. You have fun, right? I do. My yeah, sport yeah. thing. I, I had a, I had a blast today. It was fun. Uh, I don't like coming last, but eh, shit happens. Can't I believe I could not and it happens to somebody, everybody eventually. We, we've talked about the yips before. I had the yips big time, yeah. and I was thinking about having the yips. Yeah, that makes it worse. And yeah. it was where you just drop it, right? I, I would have been better off just dropping it, just and it, it, I would have been in a better mm-hmm. spot. Like it was, it was bad. It was really bad. It was embarrassing. Uh, yeah, was, I mean, I can see that. <laughs> like, I, I've actually, all jokes aside. Can I, can like I really can visualize that how, how that I'm, would feel? I'm talking know? like within 10, 12 feet of the basket, just airballing, just missing left, missing right, just and it, it's it was. This I would be walking up to it and be like, I'd be thinking, don't miss this, it's easy, and then I would just yank it. Yeah, it's the yip, yips. Um, we've talked about it before. It's something that happens in throwing sports. Yeah. Wherever you're throwing something, baseball, I, it happens in basketball. I and, wish I never heard you say it because I've been thinking about it ever since you said <laughs> it. <laughs> but it's like a little twitch in your wrist when you want it to, to do one thing, and either it'll lock up and not do the thing you want, or it'll do go in an opposite direction, which is pretty bad whenever the thing that you're doing requires just a little wrist flick. Mm-hmm. That's when you're putting. It's just a little little stinky boom there. Right. A little yank, right? Just <laughs> yump, just like that. I've had it. I had it probably the first round a couple times. Yeah. But <clears throat> on almost every hole, I either had a putt for birdie or a putt for par, and I ended up getting bogeys on most of the holes. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. It also didn't help that you were, um, what can I say here? You were. I had a, um, you, a cartridge that yeah. I used in my vape pen that I yeah. got in, when I was in Nevada. Yeah, that. And, um, I I usually don't uh, smoke from a vape pen or anything, but I did today. Yeah, that made that in uh, magnified the yips. I think. Yeah, you know what I should have done? I should have called uh, your brother on all his courtesy violations in the second round, and you'd have got next to last place, and he'd have got last place. <laughs> courtesy he, violations. Yeah, after every, every throw, every throw, kicking his bag, screaming, cu- not screaming, cussing. You, Fuck you, you stupid bitch! <laughs> Getting mad at his, his disc. <laughs> that had to be so entertaining. Watching people have meltdowns is the best. It's the best. <laughs> he he has a lot of meltdowns. He, I do do. Like I get mad sometimes. But he'll he, get mad whenever he throws one. Like that's good. I'm like that is good. That is a good throw. And he's like, you piece of shit, son of a bitch. <laughs> I've seen the disc leave his as soon as it leaves his hand. He's like, you motherfucker. God damn it, I fucking hate myself. And then it's just part like yeah, perfect. It's, be- plot. it's a beautiful. Throw. Like he's there. He's no, like, there's no making him happy. It's crazy. I used to, I used to have he meltdowns angry playing board games. <laughs> I really did. I, I, we were playing Fortress America one time, and I had one of the most memorable, ugly meltdowns I can, I can recall. <laughs> How old were you? Tell me you were in your 30s. No. I was, 20s. 20s. 
twelve. Okay, maybe. well that's reasonable then. Did you uh, flip the uh, table. I felt like it because my brother Ben was making it that much worse because he was really good at the game and I was beating him early and he knew how to play to lure you in so he's going to beat you late and I said he was killing me and I got so fucking mad at him and it's still to this day like I knew it was embarrassing at the time at the time but I didn't have the maturity to fucking dial it back. Fortress America that looks like a fun game, dude. It was fun. What is it? It's a Red Dawn sitch. You know, it's like. Uh, it, it's a lot like uh, Risk or um, they had a couple of those. They had uh, Fortress America. They had Shogun, which was a, a it's all basically the same principle. You know, uh, Fortress America, though, you could play as America and you immediately started out like down. But then you got all kinds of perks if you could reach the middle of the game. And one of those are these laser towers where you can just start arcing shit like fucking left. And Ben would always do that. He would, I would always choose Russia because they always started out with the most shit. Like, I'm like, I'm just going to wipe them out. It's a game of numbers. And like, no, no, it's a game of patience. And he would fucking eviscerate me. It was like, <laughs> yeah. think about it now. It's so goddamn humorous. If I'd have called, if, if I could have called, Nicky and gotten a second for all of his little violations. He'd have been sixty some over. <laughs> there was one time one on uh, hole three where um, there's the the penis around hole six. Yeah, yeah. He went out of bounds there, and I was like, I'm not even gonna fucking say anything. <laughs> he threw from out of bounds. I was like, we're not even gonna mention this. <laughs> he was so mad, and like on the way home. And he he was like, I probably lost. I was I was like, I finished last. I said, even Frankie beat me. And he's like, yeah, I probably lost to Frank too. And I was like, dude, you beat Frank by like ten strokes or something. Yeah, he beat him by four strokes or so. I mean, overall, he beat overall, him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is like for me. My I come by my uh fucking you know the ultra competitiveness. Like honestly, my mom, we still tease her about this. They would have. They would be playing charades, 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 <laughs> at fucking Christmas at my at my uh, aunt Marilyn's house. It was always a big family thing. And if they didn't win, I dreaded the fucking car ride home because it was <laughs> tense, <laughs> tense. And her and my stepdad, she's yelling at my stepdad like, like he's not doing well. We used to break. Well, out. I was like, it's fucking charades. <laughs> We'd break out board games when the power went out in, in the Underwood household. Yeah. And then after after we got to be teenagers or whatever, the parents decided it wasn't worth trying to break up the fight between me and my two brothers. Well, Monopoly. Monopoly will always end in a fist fight. Every, even between husband and wife Absolutely, and absolutely. I will beat my children. Smack that fucking kid in the mouth. You're not the bank, you little bitch. Oh, B&O Railroad, <laughs> suck my dick, you little <laughs> Sorry, I just had a. Oh, you're a tough guy, huh? You've oh. got all the fucking utilities. Oh, ooh, big utility man. Excuse me, fucking Mister G. Look, Jane, all you have <laughs> is boardwalk. That's all you fucking got. One trick pony. <laughs> I still don't know the right way to play board to play Monopoly. Oh, we just would. We would borrow heavily from the bank so much yeah. that we would make bills. America! <laughs> like, the government does it all the time. Yeah. I'm Bill Gates! You create your own, like, housing bubble. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have WVU-opoly uh, in the background. Also, actually... All the fucking Here's some things you probably didn't... Know. I have Monopoly, I got WVU-opoly, and I got... Uh, um, what's the one? Uh, Operation, I have that. 
I've got it's a goofy game for dopey doctors. Yeah, I got Kaplunk. Um, what was the um, a couple other ones back there? Shit, what was Don Blankenship's coal company before it was Alpha? What the Massey? F- Massey. Massey. Yeah, there. Uh, our, there was a there, Massey monopoly. Yeah, there was. <laughs> I it's know. just you just stick all your money in his fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> now you've all got black lung, and I've got the money. Oops, another mine collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, not, uh, you go to chance. Well, oh, mine this is collapsed. a West Virginia show. We aren't making fun of mine collapses. Nope. We are making fun of the fact that Don Blankenship seems to profit from. Such <laughs> yeah, things. he seems to be just fine when things like that happen. <laughs> He's still a multi-billionaire, and he calls no. Chinese people. China, China people <laughs> mentioned I, his China people. <laughs> now, do you remember my character woke Don Blankenship? Yeah, I do. Is it one of your finest moments? Systemic racism is one of the worst problems <laughs> this country's ever seen. Also, not fireball. To, not to mention the patriarchy has been holding down our female sisters <laughs> for far too long, and the trans community oh, should God. be allowed to use whatever bathroom and compete in whatever sports they like, uh, dude. What kind of world will we live in if people can't do as they please for themselves? I don't know what is worse. The fact that he was such a monumental piece of garbage or the fact that I still have to hear fuckers defending him. You know, it's just you run around in circles with Don Blankenship's coming up often. I work at a. You do. I, I, Never mind. I'm, I'm, I'm blue collar West Virginia. What do you think's going to happen? Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, I, know, I know people. You think you're going to have Don some progressive Don ideas about things? Uh, <laughs> you know, even who you're talking to. Here, every sweetheart. every time, every time a, a load of coal comes into the plant, here comes Daddy Don's money dust. <laughs> I tried something quick there. I didn't have Write anything. Write that down, Daddy, Daddy Don's, Don's money, money dust. dust. Okay. <laughs> no, that is good. Uh, that might end up being the name of the show. <laughs> Just the name. I might change the show from Pillow Fort Radio to Daddy, Daddy Don's, Don's money, money dust. dust. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Sometimes your reach is really. F- I mean, you're you're digging for that home run, and sometimes you really just get it off the edge. Uh, sometimes of the you can really get it. Sometimes. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Board games um, usually caused fights. Well, they, we, that would be the only time we'd also listen to the radio. Like when the power was out was the, was the first time I heard Kokomo by the Beach Boys and I was eight years old or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to hear that song over and over again for the rest of my it's life. It's a fun song. It is a very fun song. Yeah. Big hit Not for the, the Beach, Beach Boys. Boys. No. It's, it's the, the Beach, Beach Boys, Boys minus Brian minus Wilson. the guy that wrote all the good songs. In the exactly. Beach. The one who lost his brain because he was an insane songwriter who had to make the best album ever. And Pet Sound. He came Pretty close. A lot of people think it is. A lot of people, even do. the Beatles, consider it the greatest. Well, that, album of all they heard, the Beatles heard it and they were like, "Well, fuck you, Brian yeah. Wilson. See how you do with what do you hear? This where do they get a load of me? The White they album. Made, no, they made the Sergeant Pepper. Sergeant Peppers. Yeah. yeah. And during that session, they had uh, Penny Lane and a double A side, Penny Lane and Strawberry Fields Forever, which weren't on the album, but it was from the same session. So if they'd have stuck those two on there, it'd be inarguable what the greatest rock and roll album of all time is. That's just my opinion, but it's also a fact. Go fuck yourself. Well, I mean, it's your you're slightly slanted the Beatles direction. I mean, well, yeah, you're not a Be- you're not a Beach Boys fan. Oh, I am a Beach Boys fan. I Are love you the Beach Boys? Yeah, I, I like them. I mean, I'm not a Pet Sounds, Smiley Smile, and then. Just here in the last 10 or 15 years, he completed his, what he actually wanted to do was smile. Mm. Have you seen Love and... Uh, what John Cusack's in? Yeah. No, I have not. That's about the making of Smile. He, he Whenever uh, Brian Wilson was going to make Smile. And um, 
record company didn't like it, so they made a different version of it. But just in the last 10 or 15 years, he, he made it the way he actually wanted to make it. It's a good movie. The movie's tremendous. Paul yeah. Dano plays the young Brian Wilson. John Cusack plays old Brian Wilson. Paul Dano. Yeah, the Riddler. Ah. Yeah. yeah okay. So I do love, I love the Beach Boys. But Miles Teller also would have been a good choice for that. Miles Teller would be a good choice. Yeah. He's a good choice for Goose's son. I cannot wait to see that fucking movie. He would be a good choice for <laughs> fucking Cusack's son. Like, he would be a great choice for I mean, Cusack's I'm, I'm son. thinking that Cusack might have a, a, a child on the wrong side of the sheets, as they say. There was another kid um, in the early aughts to mid-aughts that looked a lot like John Cusack. He was in like the teen sex comedies back then, whenever I was in my early 20s or so. I can't remember his fucking name or what movies he was in. Was he in American Pie? He was not an American Pie. I watched those the other day. I got choked up. I love those fucking movies. They're great. I mean, they're '90s slice of well, 2000s. But I mean, it's just. I think the I think the first one came out in '99, right? Yeah, it was it was, mm-hmm. it was really late '90s. But dude, it's fucking crazy. I mean, it's like, you know, you, you it's something that seems so thoroughly modern, and then you sit down and it's like, wow. That's a slice of life now. Yeah, that, from that movie fuck- can't be made now. No, absolutely not. The uh, the scene where they were going to film him. Stifler is raping. He is yeah. raping left and right. Yes. The scene where they're going to film uh, the extremely hot chick who's disappeared, apparently. Yeah. Uh, and stream it over the internet, which was a very new thing. <laughs> Streaming things on the internet. Yeah. That's that. That's a no go. Oh yeah. sure, most of it's no nowadays. Go. <clears throat> I mean, we think we think uh, Revenge of the Nerds. You can't do that now. Of course you can't. You know, I need to get a copy of that because they're going to take that out of circulation. That is going to happen. You can no longer buy it digitally. And I should have fucking. I'm pretty sure. And I should have pulled the fucking trigger. I love that fucking movie. Revenge of the Nerds is a good once a year, maybe once every other year. Watch. I don't know, man. I disagree. I, every I week. Yeah. I'm going to sleep. I, I sleep to that movie. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. It doesn't have enough violence midway through for me to sleep to it. <laughs> if you if you don't understand, I need genocide. <laughs> I need I'm write that down. Too. I need colonial marines fighting <laughs> against an implacable foe. With acid for blood. <laughs> uh, you put that very poetically. I enjoyed that. I need genocide. Yeah, you, of course you know Chuck likes to sleep to extremely violent movies. Yeah. Cobra. Um, um, any Chuck Norris probably would fit. No. Not a Chuck Norris guy. No. Taking that off the list. Any Chuck Norris? No Chuck Norris. What about Missing in Action? No. What missing in Action 2. What about just Walker, Texas Ranger on no, repeat? No Chuck Norris. In the eyes of the Ranger. Revenge of the Nerds. All right. Ninja movies. What, what about Porky's? Do you think Porky's will be... Uh, no, Porky's is an actual watch. I like Porky's isn't nearly as uh, raunchy as they say it is, but you want to know what is? Screwballs. I remember that vaguely. I don't think I've ever Screwballs watched Screwballs. Screwballs is an extremely 80s movie, and I started watching it last night, and I got sleepy in it because I had to go to sleep early because I had to go shred in a tournament today. <laughs> <laughs> shred. I was plus 14 for the tournament, but I did tie for the second hottest round, me and AB. Yeah. 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 I mean, speaking of the 80s. One of my screw, screw, hold on. There's there's a scene in Screwballs. I okay, have to I have sorry. to get this out. I'm sorry. Where um, <clears throat> they're doing uh, freshman uh, breast examinations in the uh, thing, and one of the is that a thing? No. Well, th- there was a sign up for it. They were going to like fill their tits up to see if they have cancer or whatever. Mm-hmm. One of the kids in the school don't know if this is high school or college. Haven't gotten that far yet. Um, sees the sign, pretends like he's hurt, goes into the infirmary, and then whenever the nurse leaves the room, puts on the white coat. Gets a stethoscope around his neck and goes in to uh, to um, examine the breasts of the young ladies. And the first one he gets to takes off her 
her. Uh, he starts filling her up, and he's all, oh, "You're going to need to remove that." And he starts filling her up, and then the real doctor comes in and puts a stethoscope around his neck, and it goes detention. <laughs> so everybody ends up in detention. I'm at the part where everybody's in detention right now. I'm going to finish it later tonight. <clears throat> everybody has some sort of sex crime that they're in detention. These are assaults. <laughs> these these people should be in jail for what they're doing. But in the eighties. Hey man, eighties. It was like France now. <laughs> Wait, wasn't Screwballs? It wasn't. Was it set in the eighties? I think it might have been set in the fifties. That's what I think. Was, that's what I think it was. Because they even had the old nerve nerd trope with the thick glasses and the tape on the glasses. I'm trying to. That find, could have been the fifties through the eighties. That was a. Trope. It really could have been. Yeah. Well, they're still playing it on AMC. Revenge of the Nerds. I'm sure it's highly edited on AMC. Well, yeah. I'm sure they took out that scene altogether. The rape scene. Is Revenge of the Nerds canceled? The planned remake. Oh, they were going to remake the original. Don't do that. Let us have something without redoing it. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Are they redoing too much stuff? What's something well, that they should we've redo? discussed this. We've discussed this. We have reached a point as a civilization where we have nothing else to offer. So now, we have so many things to offer. But I'm, I'm saying we're going the Roman route. Like the Romans, they still made awesome things, but they were just reproductions of things from other cultures. What's something that they should remake? Jim Cotta. Shut up. <laughs> Jim Cotta is a great, stupid kung fu no, karate you can't, movie. You can't remake those because they're so perfect to begin with. Yeah. You need to remake something. They would try to redo it and be good, and I'd hate right? it. Yeah, you can't do that. Because now, I mean, as we've discussed... They found the formula to make good movies now. Like all those fucking darts of the dartboard, they they know exactly how to throw it to get the fucking. Pretty much any movie you watch now, whether you you like it or it's not, it's gonna have good story. It's fine, right? It's I mean, finally made. It's at least it's at least gonna have like well, for one thing, uh, special effects are insanely easy any, to produce any of, now. Any of us can learn how to do. Pretty good special effects sure. on our phones. And they're not even that important to a story. If you can write a story, yeah. like like uh, Registration has the one scene where he catches the crane. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to put that in there. You can yeah. just do that in, like, you can do that through dialogue saying, this is what you did. You know what I mean? That's that's not hard. It, all you need is a noise and, a, and the guy looking up and running. Exactly. And that's it. So, um, if you don't know, I wrote a screenplay. Oh, yeah. um, he listens. I listen. He's one of the only people that listens. Awesome. There are, uh, there are actually 300. Which is a good number, but not enough to make any money. Three hundred. Yeah, story of my life. Well, you can like, you can defeat the Persians with that number. That's possible. Well, you can. Because I don't know if you know the people that listen to this. (laughs) Shut it. Not warriors. Wards of the state. (laughs) Homeless somehow. (laughs) Homeless or something. How they were described as weapons grade (laughs) shut-ins. I think that was John. I think John did say <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> um, no, but it's like we go to watch the Marvel movies. We're, we're almost at a point where it's too good. It's too good, and you, you know you just you can't reinvent the wheel anymore. You're also losing a lot of things. You're losing actors playing roles, and they just don't want to do them anymore. You can't blame them because you know they can't keep gobbling the steroids and fucking doing all they what they have to do. You know what's a good uh, something that needs to make a good little comeback? A nice little romantic comedy. I watched a nice a little good, romantic good old, comedy. Good old rom-com. Yeah, I watched one a couple weeks ago with Charlie Day. And um, I think what needs to make a comeback is we haven't seen a truly heartfelt sports movie in a long time. Well, there's the one where Kevin James somehow plays the Saints coach. 
That was decent. I haven't what? watched it. I mean, it wasn't like no. I'm talking about something along the lines of terrible. like, like I watched Hoosiers the other day. You don't, yeah, get, you're not. You don't get better than that. Something Hoosiers is just is great. You're so. not getting better than that one. Uh, yeah, Charlie Kelly was in uh, a little rom com on Prime, Amazon Prime, called "I Want You Back." It's very good, very well acted. The story is good. It's very funny. It's got Clint Eastwood's son in it. He plays a dickhead, which is great. Scott um, Eastwood. Yeah, he's great. He's actually Jenny good. Slate, girl with a big nose, looks like the girl I dated in high school. She's great. Yeah, it's just uh, people. They uh, they're best friends, and they don't know that they're supposed to be. It's can I have that? I've, I've, I've seen. Yeah, um, I, I like I, chick flicks. Well, they need to have. Well, for one thing, superheroes. I, I, I hate to say it, but Bill Maher was eventually correct. It is gotten to a point where it's kind of like you know diminishing returns now. I mean, we, now um, I think after after like Endgame, Endgame, they should have taken a five year break. Yeah. They should have. Uh, they should have come back out with that like, was like the, the X Men. They know? spent what ten years, twelve years, whatever, building mm-hmm. that story. Yeah, and then had that masterpiece of a movie. Two of them. Shit. Yeah. Infinity yeah. War was almost as good as. Well, I can't imagine one movie. Well, that's I true. Too. That's true. But, uh, yeah, I think then, Infinity War. It's like The Godfather. The Godfather then, is uh, only one movie. Like you know, that was just perfect. That was perfect. And then they now we have Shang Chi. Eternals. <laughs> yeah, Eternals. The Eternals. Yeah. Shang-Chi had moments that were good. But we did get the two Spider-Man um, movies post that. Yeah, those were, yeah. Those were good. But the, I don't know. I, I just... No Way Home was great. But again, it suffered from the, the disaster of the time, which is everything is done in front of a green screen, and we, you, you just can't do that. I don't know. Disney I, thinks they can do that, and they can't. I, mean, I, I love No Way Home, but uh, just after, I don't know, nothing can compare to, to Endgame. No. The scene that, that in Infinity be. War, whenever Cap shows up, the train's going by, and everybody's like, what's going on? And then you see a shadow mm-hmm. through, through the break in the train yeah. cars, and then the train finishes, and Cap's standing there with a beard, and everybody's like, Nilah! Fuck, you're fucked now, aliens. <laughs> I think I remember yelling out, it's Cap at that yep, moment. Yep, you did. I was right beside you. We were all, it's Cap. And yeah. everybody's like, yeah. It was, it was so good. Yeah. And now you're going to give me, I mean, I, I, I tell enjoy. you, Ghostbusters Afterlife I don't, is a, a prime example of something done exactly right. That I, is, I haven't got to watch it. Oh, yet. shit, dude. It's I, I started to watch it on the plane and fell asleep. It gets good reviews from all four members of PFR. Okay, the PFR film system. All the should we start doing that? Like going back and picking old movies and new movies, and like really d- digging deep and giving actual reviews, or just making fun of stuff. Well, I mean, we got to go with our strengths. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair. We're, to be fair, to be, be fair, fair. <laughs> we're all a pretty astute judge of what a good movie is. Um, we all four bawled like babies at Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. We were all in literal tears, um, and it's it's hard to get that out of us if it's not sincere. You know, like a lot of movies go for that. That was going for it and got it. Like it's like we know what we're doing and we're going to get it. Well, there's so many awesome scenes in that movie too. Um, Whenever uh, Finn Wolfhard finally gets the Ecto One moving, Jesus Christ, and the fucking Buzzcocks are playing, and he's banging on the fucking roof of the thing. It's oh, dude, it's so fucking great. It is great. I mean, it's it's so Finn Wolfhard 
is a star. He is so fuck. That look he gives, it could have been easily one of those want want moments that didn't work where he asks uh, her a joke and he tells him, he just looks at his mom. <laughs> he, he delivered that. That's hard to do. You know, I would argue that all of the Stranger Things cast are great. Like they, they have caught lightning in a bottle and it's just. Even uh, Dustin? Yes, Dustin's good. You don't like him? I love him. Mm-hmm. I think he's great. Well, then, I just want to. Why the question? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> he's good. The the never ending story thing worked. It shouldn't. That have. shouldn't have worked, and it did. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Turn around. <laughs> Tell me what you see. It was great, dude. I was just like, why am I really liking this? <laughs> I should be. Panning this as we see it, I was laughing and cries. I, yeah, it, was it was great. It was overwhelmingly like uh, if you get on Twitter, it's the most cynical place on the face. Absolutely, there. And everybody was like, "Fucking yeah. a dude!" It was awesome. There was <laughs> pictures of Dustin like on the Luck Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they need to get one with Peter, Dustin, and Randy Macho Man Savage all three. Oh Fuck man, him. yeah, <laughs> yeah, Ooh, yeah. Look, dragon. Rick Flair on there too. By the way, I saw a video of Rick Flair talking about things that don't age well. Um, hey, no, I'm hold serious. On. If you'll excuse me, <clears throat> I'm going to need you to repeat that. Just one second. Let me get the uh, thing going here. Profesh. Mm-hmm. This is a professional outfit. You probably didn't know. know how professional this is. I'm blown away. Yeah. What do you think of the? We big- fixed most of this in post. You're getting, yeah. the, you're getting the yeah, raw. We'll edit this you're getting the unfiltered out. right here. So you said something about uh, somebody old. Speaking of things that don't age well, I saw a video of Ric Flair the other day. Um, no, he dude, he's, he was in a bar and he was Which like, "Did you suck my cock?" Yeah, and he was dancing like it was. I felt bad for him, but like, also, I was like, hold on, he was probably getting hammered. Also, he was hammered. There's a video of him in a gym. With uh, another wrestler, uh, a nowadays wrestler, do wrestling, yeah. taking body slams and everything. So that's great. I mean, that's. Uh, that, I mean, he is seventy four. I was gonna say, isn't I understand, he like man. Seventies, dude. Watching the watching the fucking fifty years. Oh yeah, taking taking yeah. shots. But he used to be Chuck size. Yeah, in his did. early days of wrestling, he was like a big power guy. Mm-hmm. Then he broke his back and he couldn't lift that heavy anymore. So he decided to be sexy, and it worked. I should do that. Get that hammer and hit me in the back. Okay, we'll see what happens. Well, well, dude, I don't know about that, dude. I don't know about that, brother. You know, if I hit you in the back with a hammer, dude, it could break your spine. Chorus of Hogan's. <laughs> Can you do a Hogan? No. Can you do a good, serious Hogan, dude? Were you trying to talk you down? I'm just not a good. I was never a good Hogan. Uh, uh, when I would get drunk, I could do a good Ric Flair. But you, know. you got to if you're going to do, you can't do a Ric Flair when he's just talking. You got to do Ric Flair. Oh, you got to do age. when he can't hold his fucking yeah. when he can't hold his his alligator. And I'm having a hard time. <laughs> I always used to do the mean My God Gene. I would do it in the middle of the fucking board in Carolina Beach. My God Gene. And people knew that was they, that was automatically be on alert because Chuck is drunk. The fucking Ric Flair <laughs> mean My God Gene has come out. It's it's gonna it's about to get colorful in here. Um <laughs> No, uh, but um after watching the 30 for 30 about him, man, that was a tough watch. Because all of them were What I like about those is that they're honest Even the people they're interviewing are honest Like, And he was honest about 
being what he is and the fact that it pretty much cost his son his life and all kinds of stuff you know it's yeah that was all his fault man i don't care what anybody says that was all rick's fault so if you're gonna be a lump of shit and cheat on your wife and just be a fucking scumbag that's gonna you're gonna have collateral damage so that's just what happened and his ex-wife, his first wife, seemed like just like a a, a lovely, lovely guy. And she was pretty, and she, you could tell in her youth she was like super cute. And she turned into be a, a cute older lady. And she was like, she's like, I'm not going to say anything bad about him. That's the like, you know, we're on camera, <laughs> but you could tell, not a big fan. You know, um, wasn't was a terrible husband. Um, I wonder if he roughed her up. That's that's a question. If Rick roughed her up? Yeah. I wonder if he's that kind of guy. I don't think so. Probably not. It's hard to tell, but I want to hope not. I do, too. I mean, I want... I, I like watching Ric Flair. I mean... I like... I mean, when I was a kid, I hated him because I was supposed to hate him. Exactly. that's the role that he played. Exactly. But I still couldn't take my eyes off of well, him. Well, and I, I hated people that rooted for Ric Flair. Like, they were suspect. Weird how that changed. Just like ten years after, whenever I was yeah. with Ric Flair, then all of a sudden the new bad guys and all the bad guys are cool now. And I'm like seventeen, and all the bad guys are dope. So that's well, like I mean, it started with guys. Steve Austin, didn't it? The the fucking well, attitude the, era. The NWO started with those. Yeah. Guys. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, the Outsiders. Yeah. 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 Got to hand it to them. I mean, they were whatever it turned into, and by the end, it was. Horrid. I believe but, at some point I was in the NWO. <laughs> when you got Stevie Ray, not even like, Booker T, you got something. Wasn't there like two factions of the NWO? There, yes, there was NWO like, black and white. Yeah. And then there was Wolfpack. Yeah. And okay. Wolfpack kind of like became good guys at some point, but they were not. I don't know what the Then there was, was the Latino World Order. <sighs> and then the uh, One Warrior Nation, when they brought back the Ultimate Warrior, who, by the way, sucks, was the fucking worst. <laughs> like, he was the worst fucking wrestler. He was so bad uh, when you're eight years old and you see that guy run into the ring and the face paint and the shaking of the ropes and he does three moves and he doesn't even do him that good you no. still he's still the dopest dude you've ever seen in sure. your life and then he he's beats, got paint on and he's big yeah. and muscly and he's beating hulk hogan you're yeah. like whoa he beat hulk hogan he must be the baddest man that has and, ever walked to this earth and really dealing out stiff punches just really uh, ham and egg these people dude just hitting him with taters <laughs> it's fucking terrible just i mean i like how the fact that we're we're in the know in the industry like he's giving him stiff punches and easy taters know. that's that's, <laughs> that's the code for, t- for hitting him, actually hitting him. there's a good video of uh, a big guy named braun Strowman. I've seen that. Me and Brock Lesnar. And then Red Head during Brock a match. Damn near knocks him the fuck out. Brock Lesnar gives him a receipt very quickly afterward, lets him know what the fuck is I up. I watched a video about receipts. It was a good video. Like, uh, a receipt is whenever somebody hits you a little bit too stiff and you just and walk a stiff back. And it, it doesn't have to come right at that moment. It can come three years later if you but want. But you're going to get it. Oh, yeah. Like, and they all agree to it. Even if it's an accident, like, dude, you're getting a receipt. That's the way things work, <laughs> you know? Um, you know, and in that one, I never cared for Braun Strowman. I don't like him. He's I, a big I, goofy guy. They had a, they had something. Dope. They had something going really good with him. Back, I haven't watched in two years now. They had something going really good with him, where he was just big, strong, and mean. And then yeah. they tried to make him fun, big guy. It no. doesn't work. He's big. He's six foot nine. He's nearly four hundred pounds. He's six foot nine. I think so. Maybe they build him a six nine, but I think he's six seven, maybe at least. But he dwarfs fucking Lesnar. Then yeah, he's huge. But Lesnar would. Kill him in a fight. Yeah. Yeah. But they had something real good. Like um, people would be hiding in a van and they'd have it um, 
forklift rigged. He just yeah. he just run over and turn the van over, and he would rip the doors off the of hinges of shit. He was like the big. He was a he was the Incredible Hulk. That's fucking. And it worked. And then they gave him a personality. Yeah, don't do that. don't do that with that guy. <laughs> don't do just let don't him be give big him the and mic. strong. Let him be Adam. Have have a guy that talks to <laughs> talks for him. <laughs> give him a manager. Give him a Jim Cornette. Yeah. Whoever the fuck. A hot chick even. It doesn't matter. Let somebody talk for him and he just stands there looking mean. That's what they did with Brock Lesnar for 15 years. That seemed to have worked out. Sure. Thank you. But it's always preferably Jim Cornette. <laughs> I would prefer Jim Cornette to most people. He's, Dude, they need to do a supercut of his biggest insults because he is one of the fucking best. I mean, you can even cut the fucking Dairy Queen in video in there. <laughs> Are you aware of this? No. Jim, you know who Jim Cornette is? That name sounds He weird. had the fucking tennis racket. Pro wrestling manager from the 80s and 90s. Okay. He was like the consummate heel. He was fucking great. Okay. He, they went through a drive through at a Dairy Queen, and he lost his shit. Like, and they recorded it, and it is notorious now. I just want a goddamn double cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> Are you playing it? I can. <laughs> Sounds fantastic. I love him. Uh, Chris Jericho was in the car with him too, because oh, this God. is <laughs> Smoky Mountain <laughs> days. Oh, God, I get a whole van full of people. <laughs> you ordered true. <laughs> you guys got like two months worth of footage now for the CCW. Yeah. This is like 1993, maybe. Gee, that's 30 uh, fucking years ago. The two double cheeseburgers were that's extra Jim cheese Cornette. only. Nothing else on them. Just extra cheese only. <laughs> In their defense, he's got a whole fucking van full of people. Nothing else on We figured you'd have that already by the time we got up here. <laughs> Didn't know what. Didn't know whether to fix it or not. <laughs> we wouldn't have ordered it if we didn't want it fixed. God damn. <laughs> See, this is a fucking comedy show. On second hearing, he's a fucking douchebag. He's a dickhead, yeah. Hey! Jesus, this isn't funny after all. This is a borderline assault. Is he from hey, Somersville? We ordered. Sounds like. A- <laughs> we're hungry, not because we wanted to fuck around. Don't cuss me, fucking ugly bitch. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a swell guy. <laughs> he is not. Sounds like we Nikki when he has a bad throw. Worth of food <laughs> is it that bad? Minutes and they don't even start <laughs> yeah, kicking his bag. <laughs> God, I gotta go to the next tournament. I have popcorn. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you can I'll caddy be, for me. It'd be great. No, no, no. No, I'm going to heckle him. Okay. <laughs> hey, nice throw. <laughs> oh, you should have seen him that round we played in Fairmont with that guy. Oh you. God, <laughs> you were telling me about this guy. <laughs> Tell him about this guy. Oh, this guy. No names. Uh, I'm not going to say his name, but uh, we were playing in this tournament, and this guy he he loves loves the disc golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's somewhere on the spectrum. Sure, like autism, solidly on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Like caretaker present on the spectrum. Oh shit, man! <laughs> but he. Uh, he would talk so much shit. I guess he had no filter. Uh, but if you why couldn't a, he be one of those silent autists? Yeah. <laughs> autists. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he likes it. You had a <laughs> you had a bad throw. 
He'd say, oh, wow, that was a terrible throw. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting the picture of this now, and it is fucking if you, if hilarious. You, if you missed a, if you would miss a putt, like if you would hit the band on the top, it makes a distinct clanking sound, and like everyone a, hates it. Yeah, it's sort of like this. Something like that. Yeah, it's a very distinct sound. It's louder than that. Yeah, but, I've actually heard that. But, but if it, like you hit it, if if you would hit it around him, he would go doink. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, you waterhead motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, we need to get Jim Cornette involved in this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send him a uh, send him a, a comedy opportunity, Jim. So of course, Nikki was like getting aggravated. Yes, he. I guarantee he was. I wish I was there. So so he was cussing. He was like. He he actually only went like five over for that round, which is would be great. I would imagine. Yeah, he was like lead card, um, but he thought he was like fifteen over. <laughs> <laughs> his his arteries thought he was twenty five yeah, over. But uh, yeah, Nikki would get aggravated and he would cuss. And this guy, he he was like, "Oh, that's a strike one, Nikki Bryant." And he, he would he would call us all by our our full name. He'd say, he'd say, that's strike, oh my god, that's strike one, Nikki Bryant. Three strikes and you're disqualified from this F. Burton Memorial Tournament. They need we need a sitcom. This needs to be a fucking sitcom. How recent was this uh, tournament? Um, last month maybe. I mean, it, it was pretty recent. Um, you know, just a few weeks ago. <laughs> I don't Doink. remember the date. <laughs> I try not to react oh, too shit. much whenever I see something happen stupid. Like I'm like, oh, that's unfortunate. Something like that, or don't say anything at all. Well, if somebody's really in the game, it's going to piss them off. I won't. But if it's just a fun fucking around game, I probably would. Like one person, I would never do it to is Aaron. Yeah, he gets mad because he. Yeah, he gets so. I mean, <laughs> I might do it to him just to see if I could secret camera record him. I'm playing against Aaron, and I caddy for him. I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you getting that disc? Why, why are you lining up to throw backhand? You know your forehand's better. He's like, but I want to. I don't think the forehand will work here. I said, Aaron, your forehand will work here. Just throw it. Just do it. And it works. I, I literally caddy for him. He doesn't really get mad unless he just has like well, a if six. He's, on if it. he's playing badly, he's, and that's understandable, but he just gets so hard on himself. Like, yeah. He gets so angry. He doesn't get really angry at other people. He's just angry at himself. It's the, like, the reason I, I, caddy, I essentially caddy for him when I'm playing against him is because I want him to want to keep playing. Right. Because if you play really bad like five times in a row, you kind of just want to quit. You're like, right. I don't need to fucking do this. That's not true. Some people do. I've played bad 400 times in a row. Yeah. <laughs> but I played a little bit, and I just uh, I, I can tell it wasn't going to be my thing. So I just tell them, hey, throw your fucking sidearm. It's the one you're good at, and it works almost every time whenever he does it. Whenever whenever he decides to start playing a lot, he's going to fucking go, back, go past all of us. Yeah. Probably. I mean, he's he's got that in him. He's a he's a really good bowler. So there's people who are good at like sports, sports, and then there's people who are good at like I would call them skill sports, where it's just pure skill. You know, bowling, darts, things like that. It's know? the weird thing about disc golf. It's a mix of both because sure. you do have to be physical. You have to like it's all in your legs. There's get, yeah, get the there's very in. specific movements that, that I can't do. <laughs> I'm getting there. I wish I'd have started twenty years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that shit. No shit. If I just, if we just started twenty years ago, there's a good chance any of us could have gone pro, because back yeah. then it's just not that much right going on. And right now we'd be in California, like with headsets on, 
on the course doing the field reporting or doing, cause if you have a little bit of personality in one of these niche, niche sports, you can go a long way. Well, yeah. I mean, there's, there's outright frauds who get, uh, Oh yeah. Like, uh, there was a guy named, um, he was on the Bullshito thing. He was, he was an MMA fighter who had never actually been in a fight and he had worked his way in where he was on the main card <laughs> and he, he fought an ex student who they created a feud, and then he got he got, had the guy feed him his legs so he could put him in a fucking submission. <laughs> then he was involved in a murder for hire plot. Oh, yeah. yeah, his real name was Ralph Bartle. Yeah, and he went by Joe Son. Yes, no, he claimed to be like a like it was some kind of South a, American name, a, a black belt, and like had had his friend like drop him off, and he like went into the woods and came back with like a trophy. Or yeah, something. That yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Is it the same? same guy? I think it might be the same guy. guy. That's yeah. an Eddie Bravo story. Yeah, and they said there was a there's a secret kumite happening in these woods, and he went in the woods with a big giant duffel bag and came out of the woods three days later when his friend picked him up with a trophy that just happened to be the size of the big giant <laughs> yeah. duffel bag. And then a few years later, he was arrested for murder and stuff. Yeah, he was, his name was. Uh, uh, shit, I'll look at. Uh, but there's Joe Son, who was the uh, he was in the early UFCs, and he would uh, he was cornering chemo, and he was also in it himself. A few years after those UFCs, he uh, went to jail for multiple counts of uh, gang rape. Oh, which hopefully he's having a good time in prison. How is that somehow that's worse than murder? In my mind? I, don't know. I really think it is. I really think that's if you can prove it beyond a shadow of a doubt that yeah you raped a. a Person, man, woman, or child. I believe you should be put. To Raphael Tory. Yeah. Oh yeah. Story about fake BJJ black belt and a murderer. It's in fighter culture. Here's a here's a here's a picture of the guy. He just looks like one of those fucking dudes. He does. He looks like a guy who goes to my gym who is just fucking obnoxious and I can't stand him. You know what I mean? Yeah. He he listens to Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah. There's a, <laughs> uh, there's like a seven yes. minute video of Rogan talking about it. Raphael Tory. God, there. He thought it sounded more Brazilian. Yeah, Rafael yeah. Torre. I mean, yeah. it's just, dude. I, I, that's be okay. Do the thing. Be mediocre at it, and at least yeah. come do it honest. Just yeah. be a tomato can and uh, be the guy that the kids on their way up beat, and you can probably make a pretty decent living. Doing well, it. and also be honest. I mean, one of the, the the people who get the most respect are the people who are honest about their mm-hmm. their shortcomings and their strengths. You know, what I mean, we're like, hey, I'm not great at that, but this is something I like to do, and I built myself into it. You know, stuff like that. Like, I'm really chasing powerlifting this time. I know I'm not going to be world class. It's just not going to happen. I understand that, but you can make yourself happy and do it. Sure, and I can actually, I could probably fare good locally. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm not just. It's just a different game. I don't, right I want now, them too old. So right now, me and Adam and probably JMO and probably Nikki. Nikki's the closest right now. We're all trying to get up to eight hundred rated overall as a mm-hmm. player. And um, I just recently started my rating, so I've got a little bit of an edge because I only have four or five rated tournaments by now. Yeah, and I did leave one off my very first one. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be dropping off pretty soon anyway. Yeah, but um, I think it's possible for all of us to get there. And then after that, it's eight fifty. I was trying to get there. Yeah. Then, See, this time last year, I was up to like 793. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get to 800. And now I'm like 750. I've like mm-hmm. dropped like 40 points. <laughs> are you thinking? Are you, you holding look, on too tight? You're allowing stress to. Are you looking at it and thinking maybe there's some tournaments I shouldn't play? No, or, I just, I play whatever I want to play. You okay, bud? He's got heartburn like a motherfucker. I get, I. 
I ate chicken and had some kind of fucking honey mustard sauce. Honey mustard sauce. I love honey mustard. So it's delicious. It's just really fucking my system. Right? You know what the best sauce is? And you can get them now. It's the, You can get Chick-fil-A sauce and Polynesian sauce in a bottle at uh, the grocery store. I like uh, Kettleman's Gold. Kettleman's Gold. Yeah. This was, uh, it's what Gino uses for their like wings. Oh, they're uh, the, like the if you get like just plain wings with the dip, it's, it's, it's like Kettleman's Gold, like hmm. like cold. It's like a Golden Carolina tangy barbecue. Oh, okay, or some yeah, shit. that's shit. I like those. That's what that's this good. was. Also, uh, Gino's is uh, ranch. Whatever kind of ranch they use is amazing for. Uh, yeah, know, it is. I don't know what they do. Do they make it themselves? I, I used to know I used to know how to make ranch from scratch. Like we would make it at like a lot of restaurants I worked. I, I should have just stolen all those recipes and opened my own place because I knew have. I knew how to make so much shit. <laughs> have you ever thought about just opening your own restaurant somewhere? I don't have any. I don't. I don't have any desire. Like um, if I would open a if I would get to get like I've always say fuck you rich and I could buy like a huge like the Altamont and retrofit it and all that stuff. Yeah, I'd like to do something. Do some. Like something real, like that suits the place. I wouldn't serve chicken wings and stuff like that. I would serve like English foods, like Hobbit food. You know what I mean? Like uh, like shepherd's pie, boiled yes. potatoes, and bangers and mash, meat. shit like that. You know, fish and chips, beef shepherd's absolutely. Pie. All beef shepherd's things. pie is delicious. Max wife used to make it. Mm. It's pretty fucking. I think good. a food truck would be pretty dope. That was the thought. But I can't cook anything. That was the thought that we had about ten years ago. Me and Aaron and Elena and our buddy New York thought about doing like a food truck because I make pretty good uh, smoked uh, pork shoulder butts. But yeah, yeah. and um, I thought about just like five dollars, you get a a red solo cup filled with meat, and we'll sprinkle sauce over That's the top. That's not of a bad it. fucking. That's idea. not a bad idea. That sells. Stuck in that the top sells. of it. It's like a meat Sunday. Nikki's been talking about. Wanting like getting a food truck and or starting a food truck, making like street talk. He's a good cook. Yeah, my my thing is I'm chef. I'm good at. Uh, is he a chef? Uh, he he was sous chef for a long time up at Snowshoe at a couple of different restaurants. That's Fuck. kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah. He was like a sous chef at a fucking Mexican place up there for a couple Everything years. Everything makes sense now. <laughs> kitchen people, man. Yeah, he's yeah, stressed. He's kitchen stressed people. out, buddy. But um, he 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 quit doing sous chef and went to serving because he made way more money serving. Your money's a gamble when you're serving, but you know, but the the gamble pays off usually. But you got to deal with you got to deal with the public, and that's one thing. I I get fired in a shift because yeah, I would just I don't know how he motherfucker. Like I don't know how he would make tips because he's the hate most hateful look. I, you think I look hateful? You should see this <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> You look jovial and jolly. You look like a, the big Samoan coming to give you a nice warm hug. I got to sh- grab you a ukulele, singing somewhere over the rainbow. Yeah, I got um, to show you this uh, this gif. My wife, my wife took a picture of me. I was sitting on the couch petting the dogs, and she took a picture. And the, her camera makes like a gif automatically. Yeah, this is the creepiest fucking picture I've ever been involved in. <laughs> It is, too. It's crazy. It only looks that way because you told me, though. Like, it's... Oh, that's weird. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like that you're wearing a wife beater. He's got wife beater no, confidence. No, it wasn't a wife beater. It was just a tank top. Okay. But uh, I'm so fat, it looks like a wife beater. 
I gained like 20 pounds when I was in Hawaii. Well, that's going to happen. You. You're probably eating like <laughs> roast pork all the time. Yeah, they, they, everything uh, comes with a side of rice, spam. Uh, everything came with a side of rice and mac salad. How was Hawaii? Well, I've never really... We haven't discussed that How dope was Hawaii? Uh, it was what you would expect it to be. Pretty fucking awesome. Just the awesome. dopest place. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, la- the island I was on the last time I went... Was Which island? Ka- was Kauai. Kauai. And it's the Garden Isle. That's what they call it. It's just lush and tropical. The first Jurassic Park was filmed there. Gotcha. Like, you know, that is beautiful. Too. You know the big waterfall where they land the helicopter? Mm-hmm. That's there. Awesome. Like every... Pretty much like every major scene was film there yeah so um i don't have my fucking we actually talked about this earlier um the history of animals being brought in to take care of other animals and it not working oh Hawaii. god it's fucking it's talk about the mongoose because yeah, i loved so, it so hawaii has every island except for Kauai has mongoose mm-hmm. because I, for, I don't know when it was early 1900s maybe like late. when king kamehameha was probably still around uh maybe I don't know, but they had a rat problem. Sure, yeah. From, like, I guess riding over on ships. And I I guess, like, there was a plague issue. Mm -hmm. So, whoever, whatever fucking biologist they had at the time or whatever, (laughs) was like, hey, let's bring in some fucking mongoose to take care of the uh, rat problem. And it didn't work because mongoose are active during the day and rats are active at night. Yeah. So they never crossed paths. They never ran into each so other. So they just created a mongoose problem on top of the rat problem. Which kill which mongoose kill and eat uh, birds. They eat eggs. They yeah. Eat, you know, they'll eat yeah, they kill all the ground. And there's birds. there's no there's no like natural predators predators to any birds in Hawaii because it's a fucking volcanic island in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So like almost all the birds are like ground nesting. Mm-hmm. They just Fucking shit their eggs out in the middle of a field, and that's their nest, you know. <laughs> so mongoose are like, "Oh, here's an egg of a you know, bird species that won't be around in five years because I'm here." All right, yeah. I mean, it, it's um, terrible. They did the same thing with pigs. Their pigs run wild there, yeah, in, on the Hawaiian Islands. Uh, Axis deer. Uh, I forget who it was. Some king from some white people country gave a big gift of Axis deer to King Kamehameha. I think it's on Lanai's where all the axis deer are and they're paying people to come there and kill axis deer and you can't kill them quick enough yeah they're there's there it's always open season for axis deer they're they're, they said there were some some axis deer on Kauai, but i didn't see any they were more in the central part of the island which that island was like i looked it up it's not very big it was like the size of nicholas county Hmm. Hmm. but it had way more people like you could drive you couldn't drive all the way around because of the poly coast um, you, there's no roads there. It's just sheer cliffs. But like from, you could drive from like the west side of the island to the north or, you know, halfway around or whatever. And it would take like two hours. Did you get any, uh, locals calling you a Howley? No. Nah. Mm. I was, I was living on a resort. So like everyone, it's their job to be nice. To everyone. <laughs> so everyone's like super nice. <laughs> I was going to ask if you'd run into any, any Tongans. I mean, cause they're, did you get to do a haka? No. Did they ask you to join in? No. Did you see any hawkers done? No. I didn't go to any like um Luau's or anything like mm. that. That would have been fun. How hot are the chicks? Uh they were all pretty hot. Mm. I mean But mm. also like they all them island yeah. gals have a little bit of heft to them too, and I like them. Well, well, some, some, some of them, yeah. Well, I mean, like I read I was uh-oh. And everyone who's there for vacation is fucking rich also. Yeah. And rich people tend to be 
Hot. West yeah. Virginia, that's coming to you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's true. They're coming. Uh, yeah. It's, We're going to have to beat off with sticks around It's here. already started. Um, no, I read a, I read books about Hawaii, and they're just a, such a mishmash of cultures. The Japanese, like the, the native Hawaiians, which are, you know, and then you have influx of Tongans, you have Samoans, you have... A lot you know, of... A lot of um, Portuguese, mm-hmm. them too. Yeah, it's it's a it's, it was an interesting book. Like I, I I'll sometimes I'll just get interested in a subject and I'll just get a bunch of books and read about it. I've never been to any of these places, but you know, probably never will. There's a there's like a, a language called pigeon. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I've heard of it, and it's like there's like Japanese words and Portuguese words and English words, and it's all mashed together. It's like an official language. So like. And, and I don't think it's been like an officially like recognized language for a long time, but someone was telling me that um, if you spoke pigeon, also you were like bilingual. Yeah. Te- technically. Here's somebody speaking. Karamayo. Oh, <laughs> okay. So I know you used to me coming to these videos and doing Olelo Hawaii. And when I'm not talking Olelo, I normally talk in English. But sometimes I bust in the pigeon because. It's kind of easy to explain Hawaiian when you're talking pigeon. So I decided that on this Aloha Friday, I'm going to do some pigeon lessons. Okay, so what shall we teach you today? Well, let's talk a little bit about pigeon right now. If you're trying to learn the pigeon language, or if you're trying Get to, to the point, you know, you become proficient in this language <laughs> called pigeon, because you know, if you speak pigeon and you speak proper English, if you are a proper English speaker and you speak pigeon, then you considered bilingual. So guess what? If you, you speak said learning, how to speak you. Hawaiian right now, I know, and you I speak know stuff sometimes. proper English, you know, you have a pretty good grasp of the English language, and you know how to talk pidgin, and you stay learning how for then guess what? You can be trilingual. So if you're down to being trilingual, Jesus you're lady, brushing up. Say but something. if you're loving this pidgin so far, go ahead and drop the word oh, shaka below. Okay. Since I kind of want to do this on the fly, and since I get my partner with me over here recording me, we're going to try to figure out what I'm going to teach you in pigeon today. Jesus. I get them. I know what I'm going to teach you guys today. So, when I'm teaching you pigeon stuff, I'm actually going to teach you these phrases, because you can just plug the phrases into your normal life. Yeah? She should have planned this out before so, the video. you know right? when you say, in English, you may say, let's go Let's go then. Mm-hmm. Actually, Skeet. let's go eat. I think that's pigeon. Let's go eat. I don't even think that's English, but I think I was just saying it with a English accent. Okay, hold on. How about we all go eat? How about we all go eat? Would you, would you like to go eat? <laughs> would you like to go and eat? Okay, so you're with your friends, and like you like go eat. This like is painful. How is this the number one? And this I'm is painful. Teach you how to say it in Hawaiian, in pidgin. You would say, "We go eat." Eh, we go eat. Eh, we go eat. Try some to me. Here's one. God, she was terrible. It's pigeon English. So I want you to teach me some pigeon words. First of all, like common greetings, just talking. How's it is a big, big phrase over there. Instead okay. of how's it going ever since. How's it? How's it? We end with the one talk. I talk to so if you enter the house, talk say so good morning. We are talk. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Come inside. Enter. That's English. That's Pigeon. Come inside, enter. Good morning. See, I don't understand what she's saying here. Right? <laughs> you want to? 
I think this is interesting, but. You want chop? Chop. So instead of. You want to eat? Oh, you want it's terrible podcast material. No, 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 it's awful. So instead of saying, do you want to eat or do you want food? They say, do you want chop? Drew, you want to chop? Okay. It's sort of like in um, Reservation Dogs how they'd say, instead of saying, let's go, they'd go scoot in yeah, or yeah, studious. Yeah, it, it, it's. Uh, yeah, it's like that. And that's come. Go ahead. Uh, that's, that's all I was. Say that's coming back in August. That's exciting. Yeah, I love that show. What we do in the shadows, season four is coming in July. I really need to get into that. You do. That show's fucking hilarious. It's, it's my for favorite. some reason the the mockumentary stuff really works. And well, I mean, it's Taika Waititi. I mean, it's, you know, they're making a sequel to the Spinal Tap. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Do we want that? Yes. Okay. It's Christopher Guest. As long as it's the same guys, maybe Rob Reiner gets involved. Well, I think Christopher Guest could make it better. I mean, he's the one. He took that that model and built on it. And he's responsible yeah. for Waiting for Guffman, uh, Mighty Wind, Best in Show. He's responsible for all of those. So in his hands, now his. One of those movies wasn't great, though. What? There was another one. Uh, I forget what it was called, but it was one of those ones that was more recent that wasn't great. And then he had a show that was sort of the same deal that wasn't very good. But it also could be the people that got cast in it. Yeah, you have, I mean, for like Best in Show, well, they had that stable of actors that were in, in, in pretty much all of them. You have uh, Parker Posey was in quite her. a few of them. Um, she's so hot. She's great. Um, then you had Eugene Levy and uh, Waiting for Catherine O'Hara. So have you seen Waiting for Guffman? No. Man. It is so stupid. My favorite one is, uh, it's it's a toss-up between Best in Show and uh, and A Mighty Wind. A Mighty Wind. Best in Show. Oh, uh, Christ. So Best in Show is great. But the funniest part about that was Fred Willard. <laughs> he just <laughs> has no clue about what, what's going on at the fucking dog show. <laughs> I loved uh, Mighty Wind because it's an old folk group. It's about a folk, folk festival show. that's yeah. happening. And uh, I think it was uh, the bass player guy. He's also the bass player in uh, Spinal Tap. Yeah, um, talking about how they got when they got their first pr- record pressed. When we got our first record pressed. They forgot to drill holes in the middle, so you'd have to <laughs> put it on top of the record player, which is kind of it would teeter crazy. Teeter crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> if you got a hole punch in you, you you had a good time. <laughs> they showed all their albums. They were always doing something, wishing, singing, you know, it's like, and then uh, there were the the Main Street Singers. And uh, Mitch and Mickey. The new Main Street Singers. And they were a cult. Something? Um, yeah. <laughs> Something was happening. Um, but my favorite part of it was... Uh, shit. I'm trying to think. It was... Fuck, I can't remember. I lost it. Did you watch um, Our Flag Means Death? I haven't watched it all yet. I've watched some of it. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I do love Reese Darby. Reese Darby is... There's another guy. Um, the Gentleman Pirate. <laughs> <laughs> they had a uh, fuck. They had a uh, show. It was just in New Zealand called Short Poppies, and they put it on Netflix for a while. It, and Reese Darby played every uh, each episode was a different little story from this little town in New Zealand. And at the end, they all come together, and Reese Darby plays the main character in each little episode, and it is very funny. Oh shit! Of course, very funny. <laughs> I mean, he was. Uh, everybody else in the show was great, but. In Hodor's in uh, our flag, yeah, I saw that. So it was the uh, the guy that's in the Batman. He's one of the cops with the mustache. Yeah, he's he's in it also. Mm. I don't Um, know his fucking name. I just don't know from (laughs) fucking um, shit. 
God damn it, Chuck. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm this is a crazy. thing. <laughs> this happens to all of us. I know. There's uh, a guy, you can see him, and his name's right there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was just calling back to the, the thing I remembered was uh, Fred Willard in The Mighty Wind was yes. playing that failed fucking uh, sitcom guy. Hey, what happened? Oh, what happened? <laughs> Don't you my, do that. I can't do my work. <laughs> you know, all kinds of catch. And then it flashed to the paper. He's like, we got taken off the air. And it said, hey, what happened? Taken off the air due to total lack of interest. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the funniest gag to me for some reason. I can smell color. <laughs> it's it's a color vibrating at the 38th parallel i mean you would you walking down the street you'd know that <laughs> it's weird shit when they added that lady uh jane jane lynch yes she's, she's great dude um she's great in fucking uh the glee Marvel, marvel's mrs Maisel. Yeah, yeah she is i yeah, mean that's dude, i haven't watched the latest season yet but i hope it's good i need to get back into it because i was so yes yeah, some of the funniest things i've up. ever seen are their interactions between their families yes yes, Maisel's yes. and yeah. uh her parents it's a big fucking neil simon play it's yeah. so funny <laughs> it gets i think i think season two maybe three um I think of season season two had the best like that's when they go the to the Catskills. Like, yes, that's that, so fun. That was a good. And, and it also looks, looks like so much fun. It looks like the most fun place I've yeah, ever absolutely. seen. A bunch of Jews walking around having fun. I like but Susie I, just carrying that fucking plunger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, but that that whole I think I'm pretty sure season two that like that whole season like the interactions between like the all the parents it's so just funny cracks me up. My well, God, I mean, well, Abe and. What's her name? I can't remember her mom's name. Uh, are so reserved and fucking, and then, and then the uh, the Mazels are just like loud and fucking obnoxious, and it's just. I like when they when cut, they have to move into with with each other. Well, I yeah. like when they when they got to the Catskills. You heard the announcer of the loudspeaker. The Mazels are here, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody had to get ready because they're so fucking terrible. Oh, here's a best of. You want to go through some of that? The best of the Maisels and Weissmans? All this talk is about possessions and things. I mean, look at this apartment. Who needs all these? Such a great apartment, dude. Oh, it's great. Especially in New York. You fucking kidding me? That's a $8,000 a month apartment, probably. Miriam has a room. In the 50s. In the 50s, yes. Coup de gras. This whole room is for our daughter's clothes. Clothes and more clothes. Oh. oh, that's much better. Thank you. Miriam. There's uh. a man on the phone. What man? I will not retract that. Whoosh. Hold on. You need a phone? Have you two phones? <laughs> because I don't think you've been on Earth long enough, even at a rate of two per day. Nope. What? Sorry. Doesn't pass the tush test. Tush tells me whether it's happy or not. That tush, it's a gift. Trust the tush. Wow. Oh, scared me. Sorry, Shirley, for a second there, I thought you were a bear. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I love that fucking the, the, the in law who so. tries to be more Jewish than everybody. Yeah. Thank you, Zelda. Do you see a pattern here? We'll round up some Jews for your rabbi. Don't say round up Jews. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. What can you make that we can say is French isn't but he'll never... Tony Shalhoub's an Arab. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cultural appropriation. Uh, sure is expensive. Just I think they made a very good nope. point in um, Don't Mess With His Ohan. Uh, one of them said, hey, we're kind of the same group of people. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> They're all at the disco. 
Another great thing about the Mrs. Maisel is you get to see Rachel Brosnahan's honkers in yes. the very first yeah. episode. And they were Spectacular. sneaky big. Oh, sure. They're like, what is going on there? She's slight of frame, and she's got these fucking Ds just like, blow. Yeah. Blow. No. Blow. Skadoosh. <laughs> Flabow. Uh, we haven't done favorite things yet. I guess we could do that. Let's do it. This is episode 380, another milestone. Oh, wow. Yeah. 20. What an honor it is for you to be here. 20 more in the big 400. Uh-huh. 380, wow. Yeah, I've been doing this for seven years. And I crazy. think probably this week, seven years ago, was the first episode. Jesus. Yeah. That's crazy. Think so? I think it's been, yeah. I think I've been listening about... Three, three yeah, after me and you so. met at that the bar that one time after a Red Audio show, yeah. I think you started listening. How could you stay away from it? My magnetic personality. I've, I've, I've really listened to every episode every week since then. It's just weird. It is weird. That there are people that don't know us that are listening to it. But they actually know us better than most people that know us. Yeah, that's so, <laughs> that is odd. That actually well, makes me The sad. first time we played disc golf together, I was like, like I, it was probably the second time I've, I'd ever met you. And yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, I'm not, like, like I felt like we were friends. Yeah, I, he probably was probably weirded out. I was kind of weirded out by the entire thing. Yeah, I didn't like, <laughs> I was, like I was rubbing the small of his back. And, yeah. Like, yeah, he held my hand as we walked up the fairway, <laughs> carrying my discs. Yeah, he let me have two discs, and I got to use his discs. Redeemer Park, in I think up first round I played was March 14th. Redeemer Park is that yeah. a Christian thing? It's a uh, right beside it, it a church. Is actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we went and played Little Creek. I played 18, 36 holes my very first day. That's how much I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> it was big down, man. It was big in Carolina. Like, I remember them talking about it. Yeah, North Carolina. gigantic North, yeah. in North Carolina. North and South Carolina is huge. I mean, they were, I mean, they were talking about it all the time. And I was just like, it's Frisbee. You it, know, it's, it is. It's, I know, but I didn't. Get mm-hmm. it, North, North Carolina is one of the meccas. And that's where they have the it, it's East Coast Mecca. This golf say. championship there. Oh, yeah. We could make the Mecca here. Just give me a hundred million dollars and let me find places to put disc golf Shit, courses. Ten million we could do fucking Hawk's Nest and, and create something huge out oh, of it. Oh, you could have three or four courses at Hawk's Nest. Yeah. Because you can go through the woods, you can have some open holes there. You can really make something good there, but Absolutely. they're not gonna let it happen. We could have it. Well that's where they, the firemen get to set things on fire. Yeah. Put them we out. were talking about this before we started playing today with uh me and you and J-Mo and the other guy that I, I know his brother, I forget his name right now, Groves. Oh, his name Groves. Shame. Um, we were talking about Summersville's never going to let us get one. They're never going to let the people in Nichols County have a fucking disc golf nah. course. It's, like, it's, it's, too it's, it's not a baseball field. So Yeah, they have to have baseball fields. They have to turf the uh, football field that nobody goes to watch the teams play at. Nobody goes and watches them? Uh, they might. They're actually pretty good now, so uh, maybe they do. Are they still they, they, they double get, now? They get, they? Yeah, they get. They've been making the playoffs for ever since I went down to double A. Well, I mean, you, you can't be the smallest triple A. You're going to get creamed. I mean, and then so being, playing being a double biggest, A schedule on top of that, yeah, being the smallest. AAA. I think, yeah. think Nikki's senior or junior year. I know they were still triple A when he was a senior, but I'm pretty sure that was like the first year they made the playoffs. It might have been his junior year as triple A. Oh shit! And they went That's to murderers row. Uh, I think it was his junior year. They went to. They made it in as like the 16th seed, and it was the first time in 
years, yeah. 30 years. They made There's the so much property there around, creamed. around the uh, Nichols County Park where the football field and all the baseball fields are. There's so much property through the woods there. It wouldn't bother anything in that park at all. I'd love to know the, like the property line and you'd have people there, but I know, I know there, there, there's plans to build like a 90 acre sports complex and park area there somewhere. Well, there's also, it sounded, it sounded a lot like Valley park. That'd be great. Like there was going to be multiple baseball, softball, you ought to see Valley fields. Park. Valley park I need to I need to give Summersville more. I mean, I know it's Hurricane. I've been, well, I probably have seen it's in Hurricane. It's um, it's within the last three years they put a whole new park there. Every field is turfed. Mm. Um, Even walking like the, paths that are beautiful and mm. scenic and these like modern, almost futuristic looking like light posts that are I don't know the LED light. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's really pretty. Everything about it is it's well manicured. They have a staff there that uh, Putnam County man. Well, Putnam yeah. is the is the wealthiest county. Yeah, so that's where all the rich white people. It's live. even the wealthiest county. Even the ones that are closer to uh, D.C. Yeah, really. Yes, Putnam County. It, it has been for. I don't know if it still is, but I knew for for a long time Putnam County was the. The most wealthy. That, you would think Nicholas County has no money. Just there's no like parks to anywhere. No parks. They still have the same park equipment probably that I've fucking. Yeah, got they're going to be. On. They're going to. They're going to get. They're going to be forced. They're going to be forced to do that because they're going to be. For one thing, uh, I was driving back from Virginia to Richwood, and then I had to cross Natty Mountain. Um, it's developed like they're developing everything. Like there's so there's there's housing communities. There's giant gas stations. I'm like, you don't put giant gas stations in unless they have a, one of them the go marts that they actually make food in. Yes, and then they have like two giant you saves. Yeah. I mean they're fucking you know. And then I could see like big PVC pipe laying beside the road. Like, well, that's a water line going to another another fucking housing yeah. development. And we talked about it. In 1998, the summer 98. They had something at the Mountain Lake Campground right beside the lake called Lake Fest, where they got had a big stage out in the middle of the field, and they had Rick Derringer, they had Kenny Wayne Shepherd, all kinds of fucking big bands, and it's the biggest party that town had ever seen. And whenever at, the day after that happened, the town council, everybody in there said not. Again, we will never let something fun happen in this fucking town. Why? Again. Why would they do that? I have no fucking clue because there was people from all over the state, all over the country, probably coming in for this because it's, you're beside this awesome lake and there's all this awesome shit going on. Of course, there were teenagers going around getting hammered and sleeping illegally. <laughs> I like in old campers that just had been left there. We would just rat up in a camper and just go to sleep because nobody had gotten that spot yet. It's awesome. <clears throat> there was like 12 of us piled on top of each other. It was the dopest time ever. And the town council said, no, we can't have this here. There's not, nothing like this can ever come here again. I guarantee they hated it. You well, know, I mean, it's like Golly nothing's Bridge. Golly Bridge, Golly Bridge is determined to kill their own town. Well, you know how I mean, it's, like you go through Fayetteville, and there's people always walking the sidewalks and even and like Lewisburg is the same way. There's yeah. always people out. You go like downtown Somersville, you never see anyone walking Ghost in town. town. If you see someone walking in town, you're like, oh shit, that's they're on drugs. It's like, like this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But at this, like, there's no reason for anyone to walk up and down the sidewalks because all of the businesses are like in strip malls, lawyers offices, or I mean like the ones like downtown. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're all like lawyers' offices or barber shops or you know, like. There's nothing like. There's no like boutiques or well, good like, restaurants or you know any. 
cool shops. Well, I'm going to say though is that I'm I'm sorry. I mean, I don't know what they're thinking, but Fayetteville is going to force their hand. Like they're not going to have a choice at some point. I hope. I mean, it's going to Fayetteville. Their their motto might as well be the answer is yes. What is the question? You know, because yes, we'll put that there. They're putting in a fucking drive-in movie theater up there. I mean, once the, you didn't hear about that, it's going to be like where Fat Square is and all that stuff. Like it, it's a no kill, but. That's fucking Fayetteville. It is. Um, they're, I mean, from what I understand, it's already mostly done, and they just are, you know, it's going to be, it's, dude, I can't wait. And I always said, you give me a movie theater and a bookstore in Fayetteville, I will never go to Charleston again. I don't have to. Why the fuck would I go to Charleston? There's you know? there's two new disc golf courses going in Fayette County now. There's one that's pretty much so, finished. Yeah, it, it just needs the tee pads. It's pretty well finished. It wanted to. Need some fucking school. fairways if you ask this cowboy. I yeah. couldn't see anywhere to throw whenever uh, I was up there. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's a, yeah, whatever. Uh, I might have been looking in the wrong direction. Well, if you went the whole four, like across the tennis court, there is there's no it's it's dumb. <laughs> I just saw the map of that call and I was like, fuck that. Well, if you went and looked like stood on the tee pad, you'd be like, how do I get to the basket? <laughs> uh, and then there's another one going in on. Um, oh shit! What the fuck's the name of that road? The one on the road going out to Wonderland. Why uh, can't I think of what that's called? Isn't it Wonderland Road? No, the the uh, um, the road you you're on before that one. Jesus, this is in Fayetteville. Yeah, it goes from you go stretches past from Charlie's. Yes, yeah, Ames Heights. Is it Ames Heights? No, 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 no. It stretches from Fayetteville to like Oak Hill. Like you turn left right there at at Charlie's. Yes, um, I know what you're talking about. I just don't know the name of the road. Uh, Gatewood. Gatewood Road. Gatewood Road. Yep. Uh, there's another course going in out there. Hmm. It's going to be called Needle's Eye. Mm. Who's designing it? Uh, I think Seth Neely is. Oh, that's good. He's good, right? Yeah, he Western- he designed Collins. That's not a terrible design. Nah. It's, it's a tougher course. I like his designs better than um, Andrew Sullivan's. He's a, he designed 4H and the one in Fayetteville. Is he lefty? Uh, no, you would think so, though. You would think so. You would think he was a lefty. Anyway, we're supposed to be talking about favorite things. Oh, yeah. Chuckles. I forgot. Favorite um, me. <laughs> Shower me with your favorite things. Um, well, there's there's not... Well, I, I'm on a, on the second book of the uh, Dan Simmons thing. It's uh, Olympus. The first one was Ilium. See any relation to Richard Simmons? God, I hope not. Um Although he could be in this book, I mean, Jay like Kaysen? like I said, it's like you know, it's like he had a dartboard with you know Greek gods, robots, you know, it's fucking nuts. I'm getting into it. Uh, he's not going to be able to tie this up. I'm halfway through the book, <laughs> and he's there he, are some loose he, ends. He is running out of time, uh, and it, he's a great writer. But I do think that this project just he wanted to make another. He he. All right, the Hyperion Cantos, which is one of the most famous underground science fiction stories ever and it's eventually going to be made into something a first edition book of that is like three hundred dollars um that's how popular the book is you just you cannot find a copy he wanted to do that again but he doesn't realize that as great a writer as he is you're not going to make something that massive it's going to work again it's just not going to it's not going to happen um and uh it has great cool moments like um you know achilles 
you know, the, they, the Greeks and the Trojans to, combined and start fighting the gods themselves. Mm. And Achilles standing on, in front of Mount Olympus and he's pointing a fucking sword at the gods. And they're like, you know, they're, they're, they're all gay, uh, arrayed in their godlike finery. You know, they're fucking chariots and, you know, lightning striking around and stuff. And Achilles just stares him down. And he said, he's like, uh, if you surrender now, we'll let you keep your women. He's talking to gods and goddesses that way. You know, Achilles, that's a, that is a fucking badass moment. That is a guy staring at literal gods and telling he's going to kill him. And him and Hector combine, and they are like they are mopping the fucking place with these fucking gods. Hector is he like a janitor? <laughs> I guess that's where they got the name. Um, he's he's like the Trojan hero from from the from the Iliad. Um, he was, of course, the Trojans lost. Um, Spoiler alert. <laughs> Yeah, that five thousand year old Greek story. Um, it's I, I like the book. It's just not going to be able to be tied up. Uh, it's just a journey at this point. Um, you know what the you know what the Aerosmith said. Life's a journey, not, not a, a destination. destination. Well, that's um, again thrift books is a is another big one. It's like I mean, I actually need to stay away from it because I, I you know every book is five dollars. And I can easily spend fifty dollars in a week, you know. And that's another thing, though. Reading itself, I, I, I convinced myself that the Kindle is great, and I can read on this thing. I don't read on this thing. There's too much other shit on this fucking thing yeah. that, to distract me from reading. So now I'm getting books again, and I'm fucking burning through them like I used to. Like I'm, I'm taking down an eight hundred page book in a week, and uh, you know, it's. It's fun, but other than that, uh, the gym has been really successful. Like I'm coming up on the sixth month, and I have I have yet to hit, I have yet to not hit uh, a target max, and and not just hit it fucking obliterated. What I'm what I'm supposed to be hitting for three, I'm hitting for eight. What I'm supposed to hitting for five, I'm hitting for ten. You know, it's just. I mean, if you don't work out all the time and you let your body rest, hey, who knew? You yeah. could <laughs> I think that might have been why I played a little bit better today, and at least in the second round. First round was tragic. I didn't play all week long. Right. Mm. I didn't. I didn't play all week long. You have long. to give those. You have to give the nerves time to regenerate. <laughs> you have to give yourself. You know, I'm down to. It's not even a week cycle. It's an eight day cycle because I'll hit one. I'll do. I hit two in a row this week. I felt I could do it. I, I hit everything fine and it was it felt great, but I might skip two days and then go back and do my last two or something like that. Sometimes it's just hit one day off, hit one day off, hit one two off. Especially if it's you know after a good deadlift day when you're lifting up the fucking world, you need a couple of days off because everything's taxed, everything's fried. You know you might feel fine, but you aren't fine. Like your your central nervous system has been just beat to death. So. Um, I'm actually enjoying it at this moment. And it's also, I'm enjoying it because I'm in competition with me Mm -hmm. um, and not in competition with anybody else really. But, you know, you start to notice that you're hanging with people like, Hey, you know, you give me another six months. I'm doing, I'm doing as well as people who've been doing this for five years, you know? So that's kind of how I view disc golf. Yeah. I play, I'm playing against myself, but I look at other people's scores. Like I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. Then I'm playing on the same card with, uh, people today in the second round and the first the first hole went really well and i was like i'm gonna beat all these guys today yeah in this round and i did there you by go a lot there you go it was amazing you it's, guys should have seen it it's the it's i don't know i always was meant to do this i just i never 
I, I've, I've said this before, and you know, it's getting to be a broken record, but I, it's ironic that I'm going to be my best when I'm not even my physical prime. You know, when if you're I 60 year, you're 60 years old, a lot of people don't know that. <laughs> Look pretty good for 60. Um, it, no, I think had I done it, have I had I lifted with this way when I was in my prime, I could have been great. I could have been a great power lifter. Like I was competing with guys who were on steroids and beating guys who were on steroids. You know, I just and I was working myself to death working out. Five days a week for two hours, you know what I mean, or seven days a week. What's for two your hours. average uh, length of workout now? Hour long as be an hour. Get in, out. You know, just like you ha- you have it written down what you're supposed to do. Hit that. Do not do anything else unless you really feel like you can do it, and get out of there. I achieve and growing like my forearms are like they were all pumped up. It was ridiculous. You've got a Popeye thing. Yeah, I mean it's it's nuts. <laughs> no, that's just I had a stroke. <laughs> Imagine how tired Popeye is from having to try to keep Bluto from raping olive oil all the rape. all the time. Yeah, every day this guy's trying to rape olive oil, and then that tremendous cast of odd characters that Max Fleischer was—I don't know what the fuck was up with that guy. Um, First it was Bluto, then it was Brutus, Wimpy. What's he doing? He always just wants a hamburger today. He'll pay Tuesday. All right. Then the Jeep. Remember that? You don't remember the Jeep? It was a fucking little magical creature that was, and then they had Sweet Pea the baby, and it could do magic, and then he would go to this island. It was populated by the goons, and he was fighting the goons. It's fucking weird. The original Popeye is one of the weirdest things ever. Um, oh, it's like a little dog type. Thing. Yes, and it could do magic. Um, and but the, the the early see this is when it had, <laughs> this is what had when it would be when it had gotten co-opted max fleischer was no longer doing it at this point and it had become what it became yeah, which is not good you know that's the papa i remember yeah well i do too but having no, seen got the magic dog jeep and all that shit uh, well i mean jeep is jeep, jeep is jeep what a title jeep. see they might sometimes they do they repackage the 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 opening and they would show an old one which is olive oil about to be brutally assaulted <laughs> Remember the Popeye movie with uh, Yeah, it was awful. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I was a child. Yeah, this is definitely the 60s version, not the 30s version. Yeah, the 30s version was the best because there was a lot of rape. <laughs> well, I mean, the the character... The child is smoking, so you know it's the 60s. <laughs> Holy shit, you're right. <laughs> ah, Doc, I've got heartburn. Have you smoked cigarettes and done cocaine? Have you eaten anything with a pile of butter piled on top of it? <laughs> He's walking on his fingers. Popeye was very strong. He was. Yeah. How was that, sweet? He liked his spinach. God, this is such a sixties cartoon. Now you juggle. I mean, he's juggling vases and bowls. All the fucking cartoon. Uh, all the studios had the cartoons of the sixties, and they were all cheaply made. Yeah. Because they re- they realized what it take to entertain the average American, and it wasn't much. So Amen, you know, sister. The, the fucking Flintstones were just oh, they were god awful. I mean it was I like when they make fun of uh, the Flintstones on Family Guy. It's one of my that's a favorite thing. Um The Flintstones on Family Guy? Well let's look that up. I love Family Guy. <laughs> I didn't realize that I've been getting like um <clears throat> recommendations to watch Family Guy. I've got like I had like early this week like ten episodes of Family Guy. 
I just thought they watch quit it making them for. But I but I I watch clips on YouTube. Like, th- what's the other one the other day where Lois got her hair cut short and then they got in the fight and they're going back and forth about what's going to annoy each one of them. And Lois says, "I'm going to rededicate my life to Christ." Yeah. <laughs> Down there and hang right. See the see the arc. Yes. Yeah, just take a right right there. Uh, Family Guy Flintstones car chase. Hey, look at all these videos Mr. Quagmire's selling. Wow, the best of the world's wildest police chases. <gasps> and it even has the one with the Flintstones. Uh. <clears throat> Amazingly, this drunk driver turns left into oncoming traffic. <laughs> he narrowly misses hitting a pedestrian who jumps out of the way just in time. Now the driver can add attempted battery to the charges. The driver turns right into the parking lot of a drive-in movie theater. <laughs> this it's point, the Simpsons the opening. I mean, the, the, back the seat pokes opens. his head up through the roof, and the driver places two small <laughs> children on top of it. Now he's not only endangering his own life, but their lives as well. The driver totals the car and makes a run for it. <laughs> the officers are prepared. Running from the cops, yabba dabba don't. No, there was just one episode where it showed him like they were. He's like, we're in the Flintstone. We're in some kind of universe where it's everything feels cheap, and you know like they're making fun of it. Fred Flintstone calls. Uh... This guy may look harmless on the outside, but on the inside, he could be a complete bastard, like Fred Flintstone. This is actually so. Hilarious. Why exactly do you want this separation? Well, Mister Stoneberg, in a nutshell, the cat put me outside. I was banging on the door for like twenty minutes. That's shouting, actually Fred Flintstone's voice. I didn't hear you. Oh, there's no way you didn't hear me. I was in the shower. Oh, she was in the shower. The elephant's you trunk was on right full on blast. Hear you, and besides, you're always hearing about something. My money and on the hell am I supposed to know when to pay attention? But well, when I want to get my rugs off, you know where to be found. You pass. Some aggressive bitch. <laughs> I love it that they actually get like they'll have clips of like the Thundercats and they actually get the voices of the Thundercats like for a 10 second clip, you know. They did a lot of cutbacks to. Oh, yeah. Seth MacFarlane's the only other voice in a rock <laughs> Um Yeah, well, that, that was it for my favorite things. Mm. Oh, Fred Flintstone takes a shit. Everybody wants to hear that, right? <laughs> Jesus. I don't know how I feel about this. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> that one's not funny. But no, I like no. it. Uh, my favorite things. Uh, played disc golf today. Had fun. Uh, shot the highest rated round of my life. Um, now it's making me think I should play next week in the Canal Valley. You should. Uh, whatever it's called, KVR. KVR. The Canal Valley. Canal, Canal Valley Regional. Canal Valley Regional. It's. It it's is a, a two-day tournament. It's an three a, course. It's an A-tier. It's an A-tier, the, and you get amateurs. a pretty good prize pack or a player pack. Mm-hmm. Pay, payout would be good, too. If you, I might have got a payout today. You did. I didn't get anything. I guess they'll email me or something. I don't know. How much would you get? I'd get like a gift card because you can't pay me actual money because we're not professionals. Right. Um, 
I might have yeah, got something. I was fifth. What did I get something for fifth? You were fourth, weren't you? I thought you were fourth. I guess we can look it up. It was a tie. Usually the top 40% get paid out in the AMs. Sometimes top 50. Mm. Usually top 40. Let's look it up. Novice. I am solo fifth. And there's a tie at second. So really I'm in fourth. So maybe I will get something. I'm in the top 50%, I guess. Since there's only 10 people in the division. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I, I think we're going to play next week. It's on three courses over two days. It's two rounds Saturday. First one's at Redeemer. Second one's at Wine Cellar, which is my least favorite course. That's a rough fucking day, planet. too. That, like, playing those two courses back to back will be rough. I don't think I'm, I think I'm physically able to do it, but like that, I, the round I had at Wine Cellar there about a month ago, I was almost ready to quit. I yeah. couldn't do anything right there. Mm. But maybe this time around I can do things right. And I swore I'd never play there again, ever. But now that I played pretty good today, I think I might want to go do it. Might want to drop a little coin on there and see if I can go do better. Every, every time I play bad at a course, I want to play it again to do better. I never do better. <laughs> <laughs> it's admirable, though. That's that's why I keep playing. <laughs> um, other favorite things. Uh, the Family Guy, just catching up on that. That's been a good time. Um, I don't like. Did I watch anything new? Listen to any new music or anything? I don't think I did. Nothing's really happened. No, it's week. been a it's been a slow week for me too. Man. Disc golf and going to work. Yeah. No um, musical happenings have happened in a couple weeks now. Um. Oh, I got introduced to uh, Samurai Hip Hop, which was Samurai Hip Hop. It was neat. Like it was. It's it's very like. <laughs> It, for one thing, it's instrumental and it's very like it's a fusion of hip hop beats and like an Asian and like Japanese music and it's I love it like it's very soothing. Okay. We, we, me and John were listening to it when we did we uh, weeded and planted uh, his field. All right, I have the very first thing that comes up is Samurai Japanese Lo-Fi Hip Hop Mix. It's a forty minute. Video. I think that's the one. I like it's the little a lot crackle of stuff like this. It'd be good sleep. It'd be good to sleep too. I like whatever instrument that is. Um, you hear it a lot in the Karate Kid Part Two. I, I used to know the name <laughs> of that instrument. It's just a what is it, the Karate Kid Part Two? Yeah, whenever they go to uh, Okinawa. Yes. Oh. oh, he really dropped it there on you, didn't they? This one's a little bit. I mean, it's a good one, but. Makes you want to make the ugly face. It's the base face. There's the here's the second one down. Let's see if it's any different. It's trap and bass type beat. That instrument's there again, whatever that is. I don't like that. It's a little bit. Samurai Asian hip hop beat mix. Let's try that one. Oh, it's going to be hi-hat heavy. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. I just like the more dreamy stuff. I've been trying to find... Um, trying to find your baby? You don't know. You don't know why. At least it's Stansfield. Um, that song came on the radio today. Oh, God. That was a fucking hit. It was a gigantic hit. Um, no, I've been trying to find, like... 
I mean, I listened to either Lake Street Dive or Punk, and then I I, I pulled Coldplay out of the fucking Coldplay off the shelf again. Coldplay's it's good first shit, two man. albums are like legitimate. Parachutes like, is what is you think about like some of the greatest albums of all time. I would they're in a conversation. Like, Absolutely. I mean, uh, it's parachutes and a rush of blood to the head, and they're yes. both fucking listenable the entire way through. I mean, not a skip. There's not a skip no. on those. Um, Warning sign is one of my favorite songs fucking ever. I wish I could play it, but Coldplay's huge. They'd probably take us down. Yeah. <clears throat> I was thinking about there's an old Jessica Simpson song that it was, I was listening to Sirius or something and it came on and there's a lyric that says right before the chorus, she says, pour your love all over me and I'll cherish every drop down on my knees. I'm going to love you forever. And you think about what that lyric means, especially the 50-year-old guy that wrote that song for her. Her father. What, what he was thinking. And he wants to skeet, skeet, skeet all over Jessica Simpson's heavy breasts. Oh, sure. Yeah. Let's think about that. Making that 15-year-old sing that song. Oh, God. <laughs> her and, you had all the Britney fucking the Britney babies. You had Britney herself, and then you had Jessica Simpson. You had Mandy Moore. You had... Um, there's at least one more Christina in there. Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera. Yeah. I believe Christina Aguilera is the hottest one. Well, she was definitely the most talented one. Oh, yeah. She yeah. could actually uh, wail. By a wide margin. Um, yeah. But then you had the... Then you had the anti-Britney fucking uh, Avril Lavigne, which is a bunch of I'm bullshit punk. because she was just <laughs> she was every bit as contrived and fucking creative oh, yeah. as any of them. Probably more so, as a matter of fact. Hey, I'm wearing a tie without a collared shirt. Look Wee! at me. I'm uh, wacky. Uh, I'm wearing a hat backwards and riding a skateboard. There's a guitar in my presence. <laughs> as you can tell we're not fans of Avril, and neither is the punk community. I think they she's hot. do not like her. She'd probably be a good role in the hay, though. You want to know what's uh, on my wife's like Spotify what? playlist? Avril Lavigne and Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> oh, that's painful. That's painful. Oh, it is. It is. <laughs> Family Guy. Um. Well, here's a fun. This is this is just coming up. This was a beached whale. Himself. He needs to get back in the water, or he'll die. Oh, I've seen this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you gotta, you gotta shake them off. You gotta start shaking them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. You can tell somebody that wrote for this has, has operated a forklift. Absolutely. Fucking terrible. <laughs> 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 they're taking it just a little bit too long, and then it, oh, that's they're they're it known getting funny again. They're known for the slow burn. It's <laughs> he's going to run forward, and oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> Your whale comes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Goddamn. Oh, fuck me. Um, Still got it sometimes, man. Oh, yeah. There's a the, there's a new South Park movie. I don't know if it's a movie or just like one of their hour-long things coming out in a couple months, I think. That's going to be fun. That's another favorite thing. I don't know. Adam, if you got any favorite things, please feel free to share them right now. Uh, disc golf, of course. Um, you said you hadn't played all week. I'm the opposite. Um, I have 27 rounds in the last 30 days. <laughs> and I was just looking through... Uh, I've played every day in May, except for May 7th. I don't know what was going on that day. It might've been the day it was like pissing down the rain or something. Yeah. It seems like that's a, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I have at least one round every day of May. So maybe I've been playing too much. I don't know. Maybe, maybe take a couple days off. Yeah. I I probably should. The problem is I'm like only working like one day a week, one or two, sometimes none. So like, I don't have anything else to do. Still sitting on a lot of fat yeah. Hawaii cash. Yeah. Uh, Sold mo- some drugs while you were over there. So. Mo- most of it went to like Chase. <laughs> like credit card. Oh, and shit. gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, disc golf is always a favorite thing. Um, In what ways do you think you can improve? Every way. <laughs> well, really, every really, really just, just my accuracy, distance, yeah. consistency. Yeah. Um, putting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, I mean, it's gravy. It's all easy. It seems like it's so easy. You throw a frisbee at a basket that's way bigger than the frisbee. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you and you have like a you know like a a forty cor- foot lane yeah, here, 50, 40, 50 foot corridor to throw it down. Like mm-hmm. easy. It does not. Seem, yeah. I mean, I played it. It's not <laughs> easy at all. I think uh, the biggest, especially when you're at our level, the biggest thing is the release point. If you release it right here, it's, it, it'll probably go where you want it to go. But if you release it here, it's going to go into the trees over here. That's what's so hard. It's about too it. much. That's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah That's just infuriating a, a matter of inches life. makes a difference of like tens of feet, many feet. Yeah. yeah. If you, uh, if, and also just how, like knowing how much power to put on. Cause yeah. if you put, if you put too much on, it's turning over. If you don't put enough you, on, it's fading early and it can catch an edge and roll down a hill. Yeah. Um, it's fucking stupid. It's dumbest fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> sound, like, sound like actual golfers now. People who, yeah, I can't imagine their fucking shit. I down. can't imagine if I would have gotten, gotten into golf the way I'm into this because golf is expensive. Mm-hmm. The, 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 uh, clubs, the membership fees at courses. There's no free golf courses, I don't think. There's public courses. Allegedly. There, there's greens fees, you know, but yeah. they're not expensive. Disc golf is allegedly affordable and cheap. For now. It is if you're. <laughs> For now. I mean. If you're. um, I haven't spent a ton of money on it yet. Oh, God. You definitely have. I have probably. You have every disc. Probably 150 discs in my garage. Jesus. I have maybe 30. 35. I saw them arrayed on the fucking love seat out there the other day, and I was. <laughs> it was aggressive. Half of those were free. Half of those were given to me. I went to the uh, shop, the shop in Oak Hill the other day, and spent 80 bucks on discs that I, I don't need them. Well, I mean, that's any sport. Like, I, I spend money on. Well, for me, you know, the sport I'm in, mean, it's food, you know, trying to choke down enough food to fuel what you've destroyed you know so it's whatever it's i mean whatever you love to do it's going to cost you somehow so 
Yeah. It's uh, it's not that bad, though. It's, like, not ex- too expensive to enter tournaments. It does get expensive if you enter tournaments every single week. Yeah, I guess it's only expensive if you become obsessed with it and just buy unnecessary shit all the time, like me. Yeah, I was going to say, I think we're speaking from experience on that one. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I usually don't buy too many discs. I usually get the uh, factory seconds where there's like a little blemish on them and they look weird or something. I would. I got on. I'm on the um, like Facebook auction sites. There's one group that's like every disc that's sold on there has to be the most it could be is like 15 bucks. Mm. Um, I would. I'll just you know, buy shit or I'll see a disc I like and I'll put in like a a bid of like twelve dollars on like everything. Every now and then I'll you know get a nice disc for twelve bucks. Don't need it, but it's in my fucking garage. Um so yeah, disc golf is always a favorite thing. Um Ozark is uh oh, yeah. is back. Um, have you finished it yet? I I need to rewatch I I've got through like f- three episodes, I think, but I fell asleep. Um I need to rewatch them. They're they're Stressful. I don't know how I feel about it. About the ending. I um, like it. I don't know. I don't know if you're supposed to like endings of shows. Well, I think that they. Uh, well, it's like the they the, leave you wanting more. The Sopranos thing. People have. I mean, you can't end a good show. There's no good way. I to thought do that it. was about as good an ending as possible. I thought it was great because you can't have, especially Sopranos, top five shows of all time. You can't have them getting out of it and like happy standing on the the stoop waving goodbye to the mafia. You just can't do no, that. That's, it's, not, it's not, it's going to end badly. Yeah. So it's like game of Thrones, you know, people throw a fit. Um, I get it, but you know, care. what's funny is the last two seasons that everybody shit on so much is still better than almost any show I've ever seen in my entire life. Well, I mean, it's, and it became in vogue to shit on it after a while. Like, you know, it, like they were shitting on episodes that were obviously good. Like, uh, the long night. Yeah, when it's it, too yeah. dark, turn up the brightness and shut the fuck up. And also, you're not supposed to be able to see it. Exactly. Yeah. It did what it's supposed to do. Oh, they did uh, Family Guy in one of these um, episodes that I missed and I was catching up on. They did um, they did three three different segments. Each of them was a different HBO show, and the first one was Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, and it was very funny. I'm sure they went after all the peccadillos and yeah. Um, that was it. I related to uh, that's one favorite thing I forgot was top ten fighters in Western in Game of Thrones and oh god, I mean it was who's your top ten in Game of Thrones? In Game of Thrones. It would pretty much follow what this guy said. Number ten was uh, well, he bought in Victorian Greyjoy. Who I didn't see him. He's not in the show. I, don't, I, don't um, I can go top five. The uh, number five was um, for one thing. Let me just be clear. Ned Stark is not on the list. Let me um, be clear. He's Ned, Ned Stark. Ned Stark was a solid, functional workmanlike. Work, yes, he, put, he grabbed his lunch pail, put on his hard hat, and went to work. He's like little, little honorable mention. Yeah, at best. Um, number one was, and I felt this could go, go back and forth. Was um, um, Lord Varys Targaryen. <laughs> oh God, he was. He couldn't even fucking wield a knife to cut his. Is his last name Targaryen Varys? Yes. No, 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 Varys, actually Varys, I'm, I guarantee Varys was a black fire, but that's a whole other conversation. Number one was, uh, <laughs> <That> is, <laughs> don't even get me started. <laughs> Sir, Sir Arthur Dane was number one. 
Uh, number two was Sir Barristan. Number I three, think he's number one. Sir Barristan, that is a toss-up. I mean, there's so many factors that come down to it. Uh, Brienne of Tarth was on the list with, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I agreed with that. She is, a woman? De- no, no, no. She's definitely an excellent fighter, but she's giving up uh, – too many there's too many superlatives she's giving up she's not gonna be the strongest because you know you, you've got the you got both Clegane brothers on the list and you've got victorian yeah you've got dude imagine got, that I tag team taking on the natural disasters in 1980 and some and, uh, the great john didn't she, uh, didn't she beat the hound the hound was dying of infection when she beat him and a win's a win yeah uh, i don't know about that i mean if tom brady's got a sore shoulder in the super bowl he still loses if he loses he still beat tom brady in the super bowl uh yeah but i mean no i mean sword fight in a football and game also this is completely fake. separate things you know um over in martell it was not he was an honorable mention he wasn't even on the list then you had um, he was the most jamie lannister jamie lannister is no matter Great what anybody thing. thinks of him is one of the best swordsmen alive at that point um you know, a bunch of, uh, Loris Tyrell. His his brother actually ranked higher than him. Hmm. He had a brother named Garland who was taller, stronger, and a better swordsman. Was Braun on there? Braun actually was honorable mention. He wasn't. He's the best dirty fighter. Yeah, I mean, for one thing, he's not trained proper. He's not trained formally. He's you fight with no honor. <laughs> he did. He did. Um, he was. He's a guy who. Became a cutthroat and, and picked up a sword. A lot of these, the nobles are trained from from the time they're able to pick up a sword. You know, so they're going to get just that that edge. Um, I, I I agree with pretty much the whole list, but I you know, um, Robert Baratheon, young Robert Baratheon was on there. He was like number four. How stoked um, are you for the uh, fire show, whatever it's called? It's going to be fucking awesome because I've been polishing up on uh, a lot of the characters, and they are expertly cast. Matt Smith as Damon Targaryen is could not could not have had better casting. You know they're they're doing like a spinoff. Mm, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty it's, excited. It's actually going to be better than Game of Thrones. Hey, um, that's the thing I'm excited about is uh, a couple of weeks we get new Stranger Things. Absolutely, how good is Stranger oh, yeah, Things? Yeah, 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 it's the best. It's fucking awesome. Stranger Things is my favorite show of all me, time. Me yeah. and Lily were going back through and rewatching from season one, but we we haven't watched it in a few days. I'll just turn it on and go to sleep because it's for me it's so soothing that music that you know I've, we've talked about it a thousand times. It's the only show that's made in these days set in another time, whether it be the 50s, 60s, 70s, that actually looks like the time that it's set in. Absolutely. The kids look like the kids looked. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody wasn't super fat back then. Right. So there was, they're a little bit chubby and dusty, but that's mm-hmm. fine. That's what he should be. Um, <clears throat> the paneling on the walls. Every the fucking it's, outside of the it's house, amazing. Is for God's yeah, sake. everything look like looks exactly houses. the way it looked. I mean, my Lily, my my daughter loves that show. She had a Stranger Things birthday party for her tenth birthday, maybe. Like she, uh, like she's been a fan ever since it came out. She's it's the best. Yeah, I I, I was I was she's a little bit late though. coming to it because I looked at it and I I looked at the poster and I was just like, well, I see Winona Ryder, and I see an attempt at an eighties poster. I said, this is either going to be great or terrible. And I watched it. And I was like, I fell in love with it. I was like, that's one of the greatest things I've ever seen. The exciting thing is, I've been telling Dutch about this, is the Duffer Brothers are going to be doing a Stephen King book called The Talisman. And it's might be better than Stranger Things. I'm just going to go on. Right are they, who's that going to be for? Is it going to be Netflix or HBO? It'll likely be for Netflix. I mean, it's uh, Steven Spielberg is producing it. The Duffer Brothers are directing it. You can't go wrong. It's got werewolves for fuck's sake. Good werewolves. 
That's exciting. Yeah, I mean, it's and it's maybe you get to see a nice and, werewolf transition. Those are always fun. Yeah, and I, and I guarantee they're smart enough. They're going to do it like uh, they're going to spend the money. They're going to and hire they're, Rick and they're, Baker the monster. Do you think there will be a werewolf not featured? What? A werewolf not featured. I'm trying to find it. Find the way the joke was. I don't, yeah. Werewolf not featured. What is it? Is it werewolves of London? Like a werewolf dick. Oh. Uh, a wolf dork. Like Monster Squad. Um, the, the coolest thing about it is it's set in 1981. And they are definitely going to set it in 1981. So, because a lot of the problems can be solved with a cell phone. Yeah, you can't uh, set hardly anything right now because no. modern day sucks. Let's just be honest; it sucks. It's no fun. Yeah, it turns into like a like a cyber. It turns into paranormal activity. Yeah. But fuck off! It's terrible. Plus, I mean, it's just the the, the story lends itself to being in the eighties. It just feels like an eighties story. Yeah, and that, well, they haven't had a, a new season in a while. Black Mirror. I haven't seen anything new from yeah, them in years. I've been waiting for Black Mirror. I love for Black Mirror. Years. The last thing they had was that like interactive movie, which was fine. Yeah, but give me story. give me the wanted, episodes. Yeah, right. Yeah, the episodes that are kind of connected but not really. Yeah, what the fuck's like, going there's on? that one song that plays in every episode. You haven't watched much of it. I've watched what I what I watched. I liked. You there's a few episodes a, I think you'd love because they end on they're more positive, like the dating app episode and um, San Junipero, mm. where they go into all uh, they upload their consciousnesses because they're getting ready to die. That's awesome, and everybody can travel uh, wherever they want, whatever time period they want, and it ends like really positively, really good. I need to watch that. Um, I want I want more uh, Black Mirror. Hey, Black Mirror people, make yeah. more. I'm sure they're listening. Yeah. Probably they're fans. They'll hear about it. What would you do if the Duffer Brothers were fans of this fucking? That'd be pretty neat. That would be pretty fucking great. They could like cast us as like DJs. God, we'd be made. Radio, we'd be made. I would love it over fucking night. Pay me a hundred dollars, I'll do it. Fly me, fly me wherever. Well, yeah, that's all you gotta do is fly me. I get to be in your fucking property. Yeah, that's all I want. I don't give a shit. I got days off from work. I automatically become the coolest person ever to my daughter. Oh yeah, my college age daughter. Uh, I think my nieces would. Be pretty stoked. My sister loves that show too. Everybody loves it, unless you're some of these assholes I've seen who try to tear it down. And I just, I have savaged so many Where people do you on see fucking these message boards. He he loves message going boards. on message boards, Reddit. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. gosh, Ray it was on Reddit where I got into arguments about it, where they tore down season all the season. I'm just like, you're a fucking idiot. He stopped arguing on Facebook and went directly to hell. He went right to Reddit. <laughs> I don't do that much of that anymore, though. I just don't. I don't have the time or the energy. I mean, um, uh. We, 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 we've surpassed two hours. What do you think? How do you feel about that, you sons of bitches? Blowing through it's time. Anybody got anything else they want to talk about? Because I'm pretty done. I'm lapped out, to tell you the truth. Hey, they just uh, they cast Christopher Walken as the Emperor in Dune Part 2. And they cast um, Florence Pugh as Irulan. She's good. I like and her. And that's a perfect choice for Irulan. She's Dune. I mean, I, I watched that the other day. He was the only person that was going to get that right. Yeah, I mean, it was. Hey, really. But I said this, and I stand by the statement: the new Dune movie makes the old Dune movie much, much better. Because it, even I, who knew the story when it got laid out like that, it's more enjoyable to watch now. I don't know what it is. It's weird. I might give it a try. It's fun. I've seen the new Dune, new new Dune new 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 Dune movie twice now. I love it, and I've seen the old one once a long time ago. Seeing the casting choices is really like odd because you know you got Jason Momoa playing that one role and then 
Duncan Idaho, and then the guy played him in the other movie. He's like, that's not Jason Momoa. <laughs> yeah, the, the guy that played Lewis in Revenge of the Nerds as uh, Duncan Idaho in that movie. He was a masculine man back then. That's sure. what they had. I mean, he had hair all over his knuckles. Yeah. So. Anyway, anything else? Anybody? Uh, Would you like to sign off, Adam Bryant? Anything you'd like to say? Uh, no, it's just uh, it's been, it's hi, been fun, fun being here. Yeah, hi, Mom. All right. Hopefully she's not listening. I hope she listens. <laughs> she, she, what if she listened all she along? Would, she would have turned it off real quick. Yeah. <laughs> if she does we went, we went pretty hard pretty quick. Yeah, well, thanks for coming, Adam. It's been great. You'll yeah, never thanks, be on this again. Thanks for having me. It was the life, <laughs> experience of a lifetime. He says he won't listen back to it, but guarantee he does. Absolutely. Everybody does whenever they come on. I don't think I will. I, will. I can't stand to hear my own voice. Well, Even like wearing these headphones and hearing myself. You have a good radio voice. Yeah, you do, Thank actually. You. Yeah. You really do. I hate hearing my voice on like video. So maybe I have a terrible video voice. On. Yeah, it's for, the video is <laughs> that, different. That's, that's how it works. Right? Video is much different. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Go forth and fuck yourself. Whoa. There it is. Sweet cheeks of Buddha. <laughs>